99 Squares of the Roundtable Show, 99 Squares of the Show. Howdy, everybody. Welcome back. It's the Squares Roundtable Podcast. I'm Mike. Episode number 99. (laughs) And with me is always, most of the time, is Ivan. Hey, how we all doing out there? And And of course, Jeff. And Jeff, yeah, he's over here, too. Uh, and why, well, you don't know, but yeah. Hello. Hey. How oh. are you? Oh, good. How was your Mother's Day, Ivan? My Mother's Day was fantastic. Good. Okay? I mean, uh, it was nice to uh, be able to go over. I mean, that's all I ever do anymore. I'm here, and I go to my parents' place. And, uh, yeah, it was really good. Went over there. Uh, I bought a big football pizza. Uh, one of my mom's friends uh, went to Portillo's mm. and brought chocolate cake. Uh. Jelly. That, that was awesome. So, yeah, I mean, so besides we got dinner, we had dessert. Uh, uh, Julie made a, a nice centerpiece for my mom. And, you know, she got dead, a lot of, lot of roses and hanging out, you know, and it was great. Although, you know, uh, in the last part of the visit... I don't know what happened, but my stomach ended up uh, not uh, agreeing with me, and uh, so I had to kind of cut my my visit short. Did you have something and, you ate, or something you overate, or what'd you do? Well, it was probably something I already ate, and uh, it just it came back and it kicked me in the ass. So uh, yeah, so now I ended up nurturing that all night with uh, lots of water and bread just to sort of soak up whatever was in there. A couple of shots of Pepto Bismol. And, uh, and you know, I got hints of it now, but obviously doing better than I was earlier. Okay. Good. Thanks yeah. for sharing. Mm-hmm. Hey, well, you know what? I like putting it all out there. I mean, hey, if you, if you can't hang with your friends, honestly, why hang with your friends, right? Right. Okay. So, anyway, um, uh, five of that, yeah, everything was good. My, uh, my, uh, my Twitch show was uh, a lot of fun. Uh, I'll bet that it had its fair share of um, of uh, glitches in it, and uh, but you know it was things that I could rectify right on the run. I mean that's what you're trained for. So wait, know, right? you had a glitch on Twitch? I had a glitch. <laughs> on Twitch. You're right. <coughs> I had several glitches Sounds on. Sounds like Twitch. a stitch. Yeah. Well, speaking of stitch, they have one at Build a Bear, and I want it. <laughs> I want it. What do you want? The Build-A-Bear. stitch that's yeah. on Build Bear. Yes. Oh, oh, that stitch. Okay. Thing is, was that? I'm like, what? How? Where are we going here? Oh, but you don't know about Leo stitch? stitch. Yeah, I love Lilo and Stitch. Stitch is my boy. Uh, oh, well, yeah. That's a bitch. Give me a tattoo. <laughs> yes, you know, not only that, and I found. I should have said witch. Not He's got to scratch that itch. Yeah. I got to scratch that itch to get that uh-huh. itch. Yeah, the thing is, how are you going to do that now? Because they can't open those stores to let you go in and fill the machine or whatever. You can order them now, and they'll do everything for you, and then they'll ship it to you. Like, because you can select a level of firmness to the plush toy. What? Well, that's, you know, and and I'm sure they Don't turn it into a six. Don't turn it into a perverted (laughs) thing, Jeff. I'm trying not to. Oh, no, you can't. No, Jeff can't resist doing that shit. Whether you want it soft or do you want it firm like it can stand up or whatever. (laughs) I know what he's going after. (laughs) 
I didn't say a word. Oh, no, no you don't have to, man. We can, we can smell the pheromones from here, Jeff. <laughs> I don't smell, smell nobody, you guys. That's, that's, that's a reason why we're all self-isolating here. Yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, you, you had your your Twitch show, and I heard uh, Scott was uh, helping you to troubleshoot. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he comes online, Scott, and then, and then Scott! not only does he come online, you know, I have um, my friend um, Nathan also come online and help me troubleshoot uh, throughout the course of the program, which is really very accommodating and very kind. So. Yeah, had another good one, and it was a good time. Uh, we had a bit of a motorboard sound kind of coming through, and I guess it was because I had my air conditioner going. Uh, because, unfortunately, <laughs> in my building, the electric heaters are turned up so high that 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 you're literally you're like in a sauna up in here. Just so I had to put the fan of my air conditioner on in order to kind of, you know, make for a comfortable existence, but... <laughs> While the thing was on, making a motorboard noise, you know, well, in the line. So I was about I to say, off, open your window, but you live in Chicago, so you're going to hear, like, you know, move your fucking truck. Or, yeah, you or, know, or, hey, or, gun, hey, or gunfire or whatever. Kill you. Chicago, <laughs> bang, bang. <laughs> and that's no good for a DJ show. No, no, it's not. Well. Maybe for just DJs. Maybe if you're doing a Spike Jones marathon, but well, there you no, go. No, it's fine. It's like, hey, I'm live from Chicago. <laughs> you don't believe me? Open the window. There are police sirens everywhere. What's nice? Oh, back to our next song, my friend. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> but uh, you were listening to the show uh, Saturday. What you think? That was good. I was Sorry. having a couple drinks. I was just sitting back, watching your good self spin um, 45s. Oh, man, I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad you jumped on. It's always a joy, you know, having you come down and, and hang with me. That's always fun. And, uh, yeah, I know I, I know. it started getting more and more steady as I started getting deeper and deeper into the alley with all the, with all the R&B stuff, man. I know you, you, you know, you know, Jeff. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't know, Mike. Did you listen to a good amount of uh, R and B and soul music before you met me? Not really. Yeah, I think like... I might have. I, I think I might have inadvertent, Jeff. I might have inadvertently given uh, Mike kind of an ad hoc education in, you know, being a soul-y, be a soul boy and an R and B man. Well, sitting in on all those old shows back in the nineties. Hey, and hey. Hey, hey, Mike is fine. He knows Slick he, from the WWE, so he knows about Jive Soul Bros. He was fine. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, Jeff, how was your weekend? How was your Mother's Day weekend? Um, It was okay. Um, I did with his mama. Yeah, well, it's not like I didn't have a choice. <laughs> it's kind of like, okay, we're stuck here, you know. Where do you want to go? I don't know. We're going to be stuck here. Uh, <laughs> you want to what do we do? Um, you know, we picked up from um, Elwood's, which is the uh, Lettuce Entertain You place, and they had um, they have butter there? Milk, they had buttermilk fried chicken. It was pretty good. Mm. Uh, and then they had potato. We had they included potatoes in a uh, and corn and a biscuit. And then we okay. went and got some. We got some. Uh, 
We, we had we got a salad that was with that too. We picked up, um, and then honestly, she had stuff that she wanted to watch on her DVR, and she blessed me with, "Yes, I can go watch the WWE pay per view that night." So okay, I decided I would do that. But uh, hey. all right, but um, cool. So yeah, I I watched the WWE pay per view that was incredibly shorter than I imagined it to be, and um, it was it like an hour, hour and a half? What was it? It was like two and a half hours. Two and a half. Two and a half. Usually they're like at least three, three, four hours. Some of them are even longer than that. I'm it's like, all. Was it pre-recorded? So it's all yeah, it's pretty much all pre-recorded at this point. Yeah. But I was really surprised because they had this. The the only reason I wanted to watch it is they actually had an interesting idea, which is so they have this match that they call Money in the Bank, and normally what they do in the match is they have um, Money in the Bank. They, they have a suitcase. They have a suitcase that's suspended above the ring, and you gotta take a, a ladder and go up and go get it. And essentially what it's good for is a title shot that you can get anytime, any place, anywhere on any title. So didn't Ted DiBiase start with this kind of thing? Didn't um, he do like a money kind of thing? Yeah, but this is different. Okay, it's different. He, so. This is different. He had his own belt. But this is... <laughs> Was it Ivan? He doesn't get hit with the uh, with the suitcase? Oh, that's happened before. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> that's happened before, too. You know, there have been entire storylines where, you know, yes, the, 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 the person gets hit with a suitcase, someone steals the suitcase, because <laughs> um, technically you have to have the suitcase to cash it in, uh, in order to cash it in. Um, some people have done it where it's, you know, they wow. cash it in so they can get into the main event of WrestleMania. Some people mm-hmm. cash it in after somebody just had, like, some grueling 60-minute match and then go, oh, I'm going to cash it in right now because you're ridiculously tired and I'm just going to cash in right now. <laughs> um, and it's legal. Um, there's nothing they can do. Um, you know, like, 80... They, they ran out of a stat, like, 83% of the time, whoever's won that has won like a major title so um but it was interesting like i said so so normally it's okay you got to get a ladder you got to get up the thing and you get you get this you get the suitcase this time they decided that not only did you have to get up and get the suitcase they were going to start they decided that they were going to have it in the wwe headquarters and start you at the ground level money in the building in the building Okay. So basically, you had to basically go through the building fighting the people you got to fight. And they had the women's match and the men's match at the same time, even though they're two different bot, they're two different bot, uh, uh, briefcases. But they had them, they were running essentially the two matches at the same time. And I thought it was an interesting idea. The problem that I had was they would have been better off basically starting the show with them starting that way. And then mm-hmm. interspersing it throughout the rest of the show rather than one, running it as one big, long match. Because as one big, long match, it didn't really work as well as if it had been run like, okay, here's a match. Oh, wait, this is going on. You know, that kind of thing. Like, oh, we've got you cameras know, you on know what now. I, excuse me, but you know what I thought would have been cool? I mean... Had they gone to every floor and there was a match on every floor before well, they got up? Di- I mean, they didn't do every floor, but they did. 
I mean, they literally did like a bunch of stuff where they went a few places and they went to different rooms. They went into different rooms and different things. And obviously, it's on the top of the, the. You have to get to the top of the roof, which is where the ring is, where you then have to get the. You then have to get the 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 ladder and climb up the ladder and, and get it. Um, mm-hmm. And and that was you know technically normally there's two of those matches, but they were running them concurrently at the same time. Mm-hmm. Which meant that the women could run into the men, the men could run into the women, and sometimes stuff like that happened. Um, oh. When they had two uh, matches going on at the same time, was there a split screen? No, I mean, as in basically what they did was basically they cut from place to place. Like okay. I said, they would have been better off. What they'd have been better off doing is yeah, they would have been is, better. is interspersing it all the way through the rest of the show. And mm. then basically being like, oh, we have cameras here. Oh, we have cameras here. Here's what's going on here. You know, rather than trying to run it as one movie kind of thing, because it didn't really work as one movie kind of thing. And they kind of went for the funny stuff too much in this, which is too bad. Like, you know, they busted into Vince McMahon's office and he's in there and he's like, get the hell out of here. And they kind of like, like, they're they're kind of like, oops, sorry. And like, they're kind of like trying to be innocent like that and. And then walk out of there and be like, you did it, you did it. And like, why did you even do that? You both hate Vince McMahon. Why did you beat the crap out of him? <laughs> or wreck his it office. It would have been more entertaining. Right. Why did you wreck his office? Why didn't you do like a Stone Cold? Stone Cold wouldn't like be like, oops, sorry. Stone Cold would be like, screw you. And then like wreck the table or yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah, throw a chair yeah, over his desk table. or something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, it was, like I said, it was fun. I just thought they could have done a lot more with it. And... I was really surprised because the damn thing went two and a half hours, and I'm like, "Wow!" Do you think, seems do you think it might have been something they threw together? No, they, they really taped it in advance. No, they taped it in advance. They taped the whole oh. thing in advance. They taped everything oh. in advance lately. Oh, I, I know that, but I'm just saying. Yeah, you could tape something in advance and everything, but did it, did it have a have a feeling like yeah, we're kind of running out of situation here, and they, I don't know that it may have just been a little bit lackadaisy. In its in its recording, lackadaisical. No, no, yeah. no, it's not that. It's just the problem is. So here's the thing: they only really announced, including those two matches, which they were going to run concurrently at the same time. They only mm-hmm. announced five matches, and then they added one. They added one match, but it was pretty much a squash match, and there was nothing to it. The, so basically, ah. if you figure out like some of like the, the the pre-intro stuff and the intros and all that stuff like that, depending mm-hmm. on how long each match is, mm-hmm. you know, you only had, you know, by eight o'clock, they, they were, you know, they ran all the other matches first. So they were done by eight o'clock. I'm like, what are you going to do for, for is this thing going to run 45 minutes to an hour? And I'm like, nope, it was done in a half an hour. They only had a half hour worth of stuff. And you know what? Really, in reality, a half-hour stuff wouldn't have been bad, but they needed more matches on the car. They, like I said, they didn't need more. It, 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 needed, it needed more meat on its bones. Yeah, right, exactly. You know, well, in these cool. times, you know, they gotta just spread it a little thin, maybe, huh? Yeah, but kind this, of, is, kind of, this kind of, is thinner of, than normal. I mean, in other words, paper cuts at the butcher. Yeah, well, I mean, in fairness, I've never seen a pay-per-view less than three hours. 
for the WWE. Now and you that, have. That, well, now I have. Yeah. <laughs> well, now I have. Yeah. I mean, in fairness, like I said, I like the idea. I like the concept of what they were trying to do because at least it's something different. But, you know, unfortunately to me, I just feel like, I feel like, it, you know, especially because it's two matches, basically, essentially, if it went 30 minutes, that means it went 15 for each versus yeah. normally it might have gone 20 to 30 for each of them right so to me i'm like you gotta put a little more meat on the bones for that but i yeah. get why which is they ran it more like a a movie type thing and and filmed it in such so a there's a lot less spectacle well well just as I much mean, spectacle a... just didn't right. feel like a pay-per-view event now did well, you yeah in other words there was a difference in well it's not that it didn't feel like a pay-per-view event it's just, and the other problem is, is that the other, in the other matches that occurred, they're really, I mean, I, before they even matches even started, I'm like, okay, that team's going to win. They're, that person's going to win. This person's going to win. I mean, when you can, when, when you can say with certainty, who's going to win in every other match. Okay. Mm-hmm. That means that there's nothing really going on. If you know what I mean, there, there's no, I mean, don't get me wrong. The wrestling can be great, but if there's no element of actual actually believing that that individual has a shot in hell okay what are we watching here or, or, so basically or what is the storytelling and moving story forward what are you saying ivan so it says it lacked odds the well, odds against yeah the odds between the uh, the different wrestlers it lacked well, odds the other problem is is that it's like okay if you're going to do that build me some story where are we going next what are we doing how are we, you know, what are we, is there, you know, where's the sneak attack from so-and-so? Or where's this or where, you know what I mean? Where's the None twist, of that yeah, really happened. in the story. Right, where's the twist? Where, where, give me something that's going to make me go, ooh, can't wait to watch and see what happens The only place that we got hooks, and in fairness, they did give us to give it to us in the Money in the Bank matches because I didn't expect either person to win that match. I mean, I didn't expect either person who won. I that those were not the people I expected, especially on the men with the men's. I that was somebody nobody expected to win. Um, so I give them credit for that. But yeah, I'm like, okay, I don't know. Like I said, um, so that yeah, that was my that was kind of my Mother's Day. Oh, I'm sorry, and I've been binge watching the Good Fight off of the CBS app, uh, <laughs> which has been fun, which has been phenomenal, by the way. How far you got to uh, go? Well. Ironically, before we started the show, I was watching the last episode of season three. Um, so I um, and I had seen season one. So I really w- I went I got through all 13 episodes of season two. Hmm. And I'm I literally was in the process of finishing uh, episode 10, which is the finale in season three. So since like what, two like Thursday or Friday of last week, I've gotten through like almost twenty three episodes. Wow, that's power binging. Uh, well, wow. it's it's, it's solid. You know what? It's did you either one of you ever watch the good the Good Wife on CBS at all? I, I watched I like saw, maybe a couple I episodes. Watch the episodes, I love so, it. So 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 this is a continuation of that universe, right? Um, oh, there you go. So basically, the main the main character were technically 
directly following is Diane Lockhart, who is the, the one of the principals at the firm that um, the good wife was at. And and so and so things happen. She ends up someplace entirely different. We have one other person who was from the previous show that kind of ends up there in terms of a regular cast member. Otherwise, we get a lot of new cast people. A lot of new names, a lot of new faces. You get the idea. Um, and, and, and they do. And the interesting part is what makes it sort of work is mm-hmm. the people that they pull in in other ways and other places from previous continuity from the right. good wife, like right. little side silly characters like, okay, they used to have certain judges. Well, okay, they brought all those people back to play judges. Um you know, like for example, they they had somebody who was the head of like the Democratic Party in Illinois. Well, okay, they brought the same guy back who played it in The Good Wife. If you get the idea, <laughs> they, yeah, they, just a they, 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 continuity. They, say they, right. They they kept the continuity of a lot of those pieces and been able to to do that while at the same time making it new and and at the same and while they're doing that. The storytelling has been very interesting. Is it a little over the top at points? Absolutely. Um, but they've built out some of the characters. Have They've done some interesting things. Um, if you're more right-wing, you probably won't enjoy it. Um, but, but I feel like they do solid storytelling. I feel like yeah. they do solid character create. They do solid characters. They make it. They, they add depth. Um, it's thoughtful. It's good producing. It's, it's a high perfect. recommend for me. I, I give it five stars. Um, and in fact, no, season four is season four is now available, and they're in the process of running that. So it's funny. I'll catch up, um, but I don't know if I'll get all of it because my my three months is going to come up here in a bit. But um, I'll give you a hint, Mike. Uh, I'll give you a hint, Mike and Ivan, which is. So they sent me an offer on email about getting an additional free month, and they're I'm like, wait, this says I have to pay to get an additional, then get a free month. They're like, yeah, and I'm like, I don't want to pay. I just want the free month. He's like, let me give you a hint. Well, it's funny. You're like, let me give you a hint. You have more than one email account? Yeah. Use one of the other ones. You'll get another free month. (laughs) Oldest trick in the book. Oh yeah. I'm like, okay. Okay, I can do okay. that. Sure, Giggity. I got two others off the top of my head. Sure, why not? More premium punk to Pornhub. Well, uh, not we're Pornhub, not this CBS. No. Yeah, CBS. <laughs> CBS. But in, but in fairness, I it's funny because it's like I might consider watching Discovery at this point, depending. But um, I, I still don't have any inkling to do that. Whereas, There's a lot of shorts that deals with um, Captain Pike. And okay. number one and Spock. Those are entertaining. But yeah, compared to definitely, you know, I, I certainly wanted to see Picard. Okay. But, but yeah, really, it was meh for were, me. It was okay. I didn't hate it. It was okay. Yeah. But really, I kind of wanted to, I kind of wanted to use that as the excuse to see the good fight. And for his meh, for his eh, um, Picard, good fight is really solid. I mean, just really. That's well, what I recommend. That's they, well, they, you okay. know, and, and I will meet your and I will meet your recommendation. You know, if you if you haven't done, you know, the Good Wife, which 
was phenomenal because I'm still watching episodes on uh, Star TV. And um, so, I mean, I, I was lucky enough that by the time I started watching, I got in at the beginning of the first season. Okay. I got with the entire storyline and the uh, the continuation and everything. I have not done the good wife yet, but now stating that you mean the good, good fight. fight. Good fight. Yeah, that's why I'm not. And uh, well, yeah, I definitely, is, definitely go with it. The thing is, Ivan, keep this in mind. Yeah. With The Good Wife, it's network TV, and they had to do like 20 episodes, 20 something episodes a season. Normal season. Versus, yeah. versus, okay, you're not encumbered by network TV. You're not encumbered by. Do you have to worry about ratings? Do you have to worry about what this sponsor might say or that sponsor? Well, the whole, the whole okay. quality. There, yeah. There's no, there's no, there's less episodes. They can take their time more on the quality of them. If you thought the quality was good on the Good Wife, the Good they, Fight's they, even the Good Fight they, takes it up, up, takes it up, up another notch, notch, two or yeah. three notches. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah, it's no, definitely, it's, it's definitely yeah. worth it. Um, it helps. You don't have to have the good wife as a background, but if you have it, you'll get some of the other stuff and catch some of the other jokes. Like right, there's exactly. this one woman, there's this one woman who was kind of working with them with the, from the DNC, and at one point she takes a call and she's talking. She and I don't want to. I guess I can kind of spoil it for Ivan. She's talking you know, to the governor of the state of Illinois. And she's like, "Oh, hi, Peter. How are you?" And that's Peter Florick. Peter Florick, right? Yeah, you know, Peter Florick, who's the husband of of, of Alicia Florick. Um, but, but, you know, those little things like that, that they still, you know, they don't have Chris, they don't have Christopher North on and yet there he gets referenced again, or, you know, they haven't had, what's his name on who plays Eli gold yet, but they have the daughter, the daughters on that show. And, oh, wait, um, that's cool. uh, the daughter, okay. Yeah. His, his daughter's on the, on the show was playing from the good wife. Right. But now she's on the other shows a regular. Um, okay. Oh, that's great. I am curious if at some point I, w- I am curious if at some point we'll ever see certain characters, per- certain people return. Um, supposedly, Julianne Margulies' comment has been uh, the only reason I haven't returned is is that they won't pay my they won't pay my fee. Yeah, because uh, they won't yeah. pay my fee to do it. Alicia Florek, um, I mean, she was great. She was great in the, in the first in the first series and uh, was a strong character. And what's she holding on for? What's she doing now? I don't know. That's a good <laughs> question. Maybe, maybe you know. In fairness, you know, at this point, she does she do a lot of producing too. She might. I, you know, I don't know off the top of my head, but in fairness, she between Good Wife and ER, she yeah. can get a good amount of change just by sitting around the house and waiting for the right projects and the right money. She can make her choices now. Yeah. Because of the money she's made off the whole series. Right, and I don't know what else she's done. That she oh, she was in The Sopranos that, towards the end. Was I think. she? I think she was one of like one of Christopher's uh, girlfriends. Hold on. Now, we gotta, now I gotta check this out. Anyway, okay, so you can check that out. Um, my yes. Mother's Day was... Uh, easy. Um, had a go out in the snow. Did you get any snow Sunday, Jeff? No. But yeah, I, we got I rain. We got did. rain mixed with snow yesterday afternoon. Yeah. So I was out in 37 degrees in rain mixed with snow, cooking steaks on the grill in the backyard because ma- awesome. mom wanted mom wanted steaks for dinner. So 
Like, okay. Oh, oh that's yeah. Awesome. That's so awesome. Mm-hmm. They were good steaks. Cool. They were good uh, cuts of beef. It was good. Okay, you know what else I found out on Mother's Day? I found out that cooking and cleaning are not two cities in China. <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh, where'd you get the cuts from, man? Oh, just from the regular jewel, Osco. Wow. Yeah, because I know you, uh, you said the post when you out there with the grill. You Although we, we've got a butcher that's been open for about a year and a half now. It's in okay. downtown here. Oh, and of course, the big news of uh, Friday was when the McHenry Outdoor Theater uh, opened Friday. Oh, all the uh, too much revelry in camp. I mean, WGN yeah, had their oh news chopper overhead. Yeah, wow. I saw. That was yeah. insane. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, no. For the record, uh, Juliana Margulies has been actually quite busy since okay. the good wife ended. Um, I had forgotten she had done the upside with uh, Kevin Hart and Brian Cranston, which is a solid movie. Oh yeah, yeah. I had forgotten about that. Then she okay. did okay. she did the short run series on I think it was AMC that Dietland show that was controversial that I only did one season. There's some okay, sort yeah. of mini series that she did in 2019 called The Hot Zone, and then my understanding is she did she's done this year, she's done three episodes of that show Billions that's been popular, but I've not seen it. I think my family's um, watching it. I I've heard seen. good things. I've not seen it, but I've heard good things. Yeah. Um. <laughs> now that so yeah, in fairness, she's been busy. So the answer is yes. She's got something. She's got other things worth. They're paying her fee. So, right. Um, so unless we're looking to surpass it, she's not coming back anytime soon. I'm not. Oh, yeah. Here's Sopranos. Yeah. Yeah. Four episodes of the Sopranos. So, yeah, between Sopranos money and ER money and. Um, and well, no, she's getting money, residuals from that was from, yeah, from, from, residuals from those. 15 years ago or whatever. Jeez, I didn't realize this. She's on, she was on stakes in a plane. Wow. I didn't realize that. She was on snakes. The snakes on the play with there with Samuel Jackson. Sam Jackson, That's hysterical. Samuel Jackson. Oh my god! That's... I have hope to see that though. Have you guys uh, seen that? What snakes on the plane? Snakes on the plane. Yeah. I have not seen it. <laughs> Nearby, man. Sounds right? like I don't have to. <laughs> I mean, how much do you really have to do? I mean, it's basically Samuel Jackson sitting there the entire going. There are snakes on the motherfucking plane. <laughs> that's all he does the entire time. I think, you know. but I thing is, I don't think it's rated R. I think it's PG thirteen, so you don't get the MF bomb. Oh, I thought that he did. I thought is it R or PG thirteen? I have to look that up. I'll have oh, to look that up on the internet sometime. Oh, the internet. We like the internet. Yeah, they, uh, they, they, so let's see what else did I do? Uh, yeah, it's been slow. Well, that's how you said it works continuing. Kick my ass, uh, dealing with the unmasked fools. I, I feel as though that my idea to you was a good one. Hmm. Which yeah, is, we get somebody to have eaten like $50 worth of Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> and then we put them, we, we, basically, we basically hold them down, and somebody just basically, yeah. that person goes and farts on their head. Now, in fairness, I have been told. I've been told because I, I I threw this idea out there on my, uh-huh. Facebook, on my first book wall that that 
there might be the fear of collateral damage, so we do need to figure that one out. Well, we got wi- <laughs> we, we might have some wipes on hand in case something happens. Well, no, no, the, point being, the point being that there's it's a radius factor in the explosion that comes out of the butt um, in terms it of the smell, spray. the spray factor. <laughs> Not to mention you got to be nervous about somebody with the – Yeah, you don't want any... a match. With the world, You're worried about out. droplets. You ain't seen nothing yet. Okay. <laughs> they coming at you. <laughs> so, well, yeah, it's been not bad uh, so far. Uh, like I said, I miss Ooh. hanging out with my buds, man. That's least I could see Ivan on Twitch, and I can uh-huh. pretend I'm there with you while I'm watching Ivan spin his records. Yay. Yeah, I'm just, you know, it's always, it's always a big hang, man. You know, yeah. I'm just hanging. Yeah. I was stuck at home thinking about my summer projects, and man, I was at, I drove past our Home Depot here in town a few days ago, and you'd think everyone was building a house. I mean, like the Home Depot is crazy in there, man. <laughs> bunkers. Yeah. They're building bunkers. Yeah, they're building something. They're building they, bunkers. There's they're all building kinds bunkers. of projects to just to get out yeah, of their right. homes. That's you just right. stir crazy. They're People are done, and it's just kind of – it's grating on everyone. Well, you just got to laugh because it's like all those people who sat there and said that they could live in, like, in, a little, in the middle yeah, of nowhere. Yeah, all these preppers. Yeah, they'd be yeah, all like, all, all I can survive the apocalypse. Oh, yeah, and when nothing. the Great Clips yeah. closes down, they'd be like, my freedoms. I could use a trip to Great Clips right now. I got like the – the silver wings on the side of my by ears. I look like uh, Grandpa Monster. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. I haven't been willing to go do that to myself for any way, shape, or form. I'm not about You're to not going to self haircut. Yeah, <laughs> I've done it. I've done the self haircut. I've done the self haircut. I mean, I, I you know, I asked you. I said, sweetheart, think you could help me out here? Oh yeah, sure. You know, have you That's ever done it? Well, no, but <laughs> that'd be a great anyway, live stream for episode one hundred. <laughs> so, oh here's, so here's the thing. Uh, yeah, he actually did a relatively nice job on it for someone who's never done it before. It was really good. And uh, then, of course, my mom. You know, we went over to see my mom, and my mother looks at me and goes. You need to take some more off, son. I do hair cutting too. Like everybody wants to cut the hair because there's a lot of hair. You're like but, Samson, uh, Ivan's like Samson. Did, did, did they give you a bikini wax too while you're out? Oh or no! <laughs> yeah, I had my nails done. You know my pedicure. Yeah, my really, yeah, seriously. You know, I get the water. You know, and I got the nice Taiwanese lady going. Oh, you got such hard feet, and you know everything else. So, okay, what? Sure. <laughs> Got such hard feet. What? <laughs> oh, you have some hard feet. <laughs> harsh. I think you said harsh. Harsh. Oh, did he say harsh? Okay. Oh, you have some harsh feet. <laughs> okay. harsh. We Jeff thought he heard something else. <laughs> Why do you have hard? What does it matter if you have hard feet or not? What are you talking about? <laughs> well, you know, I'm sure you've you've done the the pedicure thing, haven't you? Oh well. You've never done the pedicure no, thing? I've never oh, gotten a no. pedicure. No. Oh, okay. okay. I'm double jointed, so I'm able, still able to uh, contort my legs so I can still reach them easily and cut my own toenails. Well, you know, I mean, before this whole, you know, thing, and it was the longest time, but the last time I went, 
And the fact that I could go ahead and soak my feet in, you know, plus 100 degree, you know, hot water and everything like that. And I got this whirlpool happening around my feet, softens everything up. And then she comes with this thing that resembles a cheese grater, just takes whatever off the bottom of your feet until you're smooth. And then right down to every hangnail and every funky mistake you made by cutting your own nails and shit. Me cannot do it. So yeah, she straightened that whole mess out and get a massage on the feet and on the legs and everything. They're just so nice. But yeah, I mean, I, I mean, you know, people stigmatize about oh, that's a that's a girl thing, that's a woman thing. You know, hey dudes, I mean, I see a lot of guys going in there. Okay, I, yeah, I, I mean, I'm totally for that, man. Like, especially dudes that are on their feet every day, all day, like me. Yeah. You know, you got to yeah. be sure you're, you got to, it's like Lieutenant Dan said, you got to take good care of your feet, man. Well, yeah, man. So I'm thinking, you know, I mean, dude, yeah, I mean, no need to be hung up, man. I mean, what more beautiful thing to just have your feet taken care of, man, and have it all smoothed out and feeling really good. Hey, man. You know, oh, I man. think, I think, you know, people should afford themselves that every now and again. I mean, and the stigma that, oh, that's a woman's thing. No, forget about all so that. Ivan man. will be first in line when they open the, uh. The pedicure. Yeah, man. Absolutely to tell you the truth though, I do have a date with my my doctor who's also do, you know doing the pedicure on my What's feet right now. Gonna say? Oh yeah. Yeah, July twenty seventh. No, what's uh, really gonna say? What? With my female doctor. Oh, he's got a he's got a date. Yeah. Yeah, I got a date. I got so a date with your doctor. Julie? No, she's not Julie. She's my doctor. Doctor. She thinks he's You're my dating your doctor. doctor. No, I'm not dating my doctor. You said you had a date with her. I had a date with my doctor. Yes, I'm yes. with my. That's uh, terrible. Pedicure. Why? You guys are fucking with me. Okay, enough. <laughs> he's totally missing it. Not, no, okay. I'm going to go see my doctor, who is oh. a podiatrist. There we go. No, the, no, no, the I good podiatrist. Know. That's the sequel series to the Good Fight. <laughs> the good podiatrist, because they're in their high heels all day. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. The good, the good podiatrist. The good bunch podiatrist. of lawyers. <laughs> That's not a bunch of lawyers. <laughs> There's a bunch of people we who are lawyers. Oh, yeah. We got a guy. Good podiatrist. Bunions. <laughs> bunions. No bunions. That's oh my god! Room five Previously on the Good Podiatrist. It's yeah. a Planner My God, it's a hangnail. <laughs> hey, by the way, did you guys see that? Uh, did you see the the Donnie and Marie nineteen seventy seven? Oh yeah, somebody dropped Star that on uh, Force Friday oh, on uh, May the fourth. I did. What? Yeah. You didn't see this? That was horrible, man. Oh, it makes the Star Wars Christmas special look good. But that was just Donnie dressed as Luke Skywalker. Who was the Barry Gibb looking guy as as Solo? There's a few other people that are in this. I can't really oh, pay enough attention. Yeah, this is bad. Right. I did see that. I did see that. I was going to ask you guys. Yeah, this thing and get ready. Yes, the stormtroopers. Like I need to see the 500 first recreate that scene. <laughs> they will never do it. <laughs> The only no, way they would like do that, it man. is if you paid how, – how much do you think you'd have to donate to charity to get them to do it? I don't know. Maybe like five, <laughs> ten grand maybe? Yeah, maybe I bet. 15? You know, the sad part is, is if they did it, 
they'd be they, all those guys. Viral. They like to go, go out in their their uniforms anytime, any chance they get. Any opportunity they can get it, they're gonna do it. Yeah, I'm sure if you yeah. drop like five grand, they might do like a two minute bit. Why not? Get ready, cause here we come. The best <laughs> is the best <laughs> is at Gen Con when I used to. They used to have. I don't know if you remember this, Mike. The parade. They used to have the Klingon. They had, used to have the Klingon, Klingon jail. jail yes. Bail. Yes. Klingon jail and bail. <laughs> yep. You guys ever visit Klingon jail? Klingon yes. jail and bail for charity. Yes, yeah. Remember how they used to did. do that at Gen Con. Yes, I did. I'm literally in the middle of a. I'm really, I'm literally in the. I can't remember what I was. I think it was. I was. Were you doing a Star Wars RPG? No, but I was literally in the middle of running, having to go talk to the owner of Gen Con when they showed up, and I'm like, "Guys, this is a really bad time. You can't. Yeah, no, we're taking you now." I'm like, "Oh, jeez." Of course, nobody would bail me out, so I had to stay there the whole time, and I'm seething because I'm like. But see, were they TLS Klingons or were they like next generation Klingons? Mike, I didn't fucking care at that point. (laughs) I mean, did they have the head ridges? They were, they were, they were. How about the cribbles? Were they furry? They were, I'm going to put my boot up your ass Klingons. Your eyes this wide. Look at the size of their mouths. They're scary. Tribbles don't have mouths, Ivan. I I know, I'm just kind of running with All I know is. I was not happy because I was supposed to be like <laughs> his out. <laughs> I was like, I was so pissed. How long were you in there? Like a half an hour. <laughs> I had to, and I had, then I had to go apologize to freaking Peter Atkinson, who's the head of, at the time was the owner of Gen Con. And he was like, what happened? I'm like, where you were supposed to be here half an hour ago. I said, cling on jail and bail. And it's like, <laughs> And he started laughing because he's like, "Do you know who? Out. Do you know who paid you to put you in jail?" You're damn right I did, and I paid for an hour to put that fucker in jail. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Turn about his fair play. Turn about his fair Actually, play. Actually, I found out it was more than one. I put them all in jail for an hour, oh, but I was yeah. smart enough not to put them all in jail at the same, same time. time. Talk to each other, so I well, staggered it. Be, huh? I staggered it on purpose. It would have not been good. Well, they went stuck there by themselves. They were all pissed. <laughs> oh my god! I, hey, I, I started watching other... the. I told okay. you I started watching the gallery, the docu series about the Mandalorian, and I was part way through episode two, and they're talking about the legacy of the Star Wars franchise. I'm like, this is just like a big circle jerk, and I'm like. Yep. I was just getting a little more like like more detailed info about the background of the show and the production all that. And I I don't have time for this. <laughs> I just said it turned it off. Well, they, I'm sure they, it's they interesting kind of, and as if I'm if leading up to maybe season two, I'll try and watch it again. But like, okay, they're just like The problem is I think that those shows at this point it's kinda of funny. I, I I'm it's funny because and we'll get we'll kind of get more into this with Last Dance, but I, I'm beginning to realize that stuff like that is no longer for you. It's no longer for me, you, or Ivan. <laughs> it's all for them. Them. It's like the people below us, the younger generations, where it's like they never saw it. They don't know anything about it. 
it's all new to them. Right, right. right. And, and, and they're not aware of the legacy of Star Wars. Just like, just like no. you know, they're not aware of the legacy of, of, of Michael Jordan or some of the thing or some of that stuff. You know, sir, you got a bunch of people, you got an entire generation and never saw Michael yeah. play a game. So right, yeah, right. You, you you you're you're at the point where you feed them like, the scraps they're gonna eat. Well, it's, it's the part where you where you're you, hoping to get some like tidbits of new information or some something you didn't right. know before, and you're well, not getting and, very much. You're not getting as much as you wanted. Right, no. and the irony is, is we're yeah. not going to because it's not tar- because we're not the target audience. Yeah, yeah we're it's not, not the for- target audience anymore. We're we're out of that target. I mean. This is for all the 18 to, you know, 20, you know, 25, 30 somethings, you know, and that whole sensibility. Well, funny, I can't speak for Mike, but, you know, I just kind of left the last part of the demo of of the most targeted demo, which is I think it's like, what, 18 to 44 or is it 18 yeah. to 45? 1845. Is it 1845? So now yeah. I'm, I'm uh, years out, out of the demo. And, um, you notice how I did say how many years out of the demo I am, but I'm out of the demo now. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> Me too. I'm out of the demo now, and, and I've noticed it. I've noticed it lately sometimes when they go to ask me about stuff, and they're like, well, you don't really fit what we're looking for. And I'm like, what do you mean I don't? Oh, yeah. Okay. So now I'm out of the demo. Got it. Oh yeah, yeah. You don't fit their ideal of what they want to present. You know, it's just like, oh. yeah. We're old. I'm an old motherfucker. You well, say it's kind of funny because we're well. old and yet we we can't go get like senior coffee yet either. Not so yet. I don't know. So it's kind, yeah. of, a, it's kind of a uh, yeah, kind of a, a no man's land of you. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. As much as I'm like, I don't really want to be old. I am looking forward to every goddamn perk. <laughs> I am looking forward to every single freaking perk. Okay. <laughs> the ones that I, the ones that I tend to enjoy every now and again. A- absolutely. <laughs> They're not. What, what's the senior price for that? How much you get? I don't care. Screw you. Give me everything. Give me everything cheap. Change your discount. Here I come. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah, you know what? You're going to call me old? Fine, I'm going to take every damn dollar. Fine, I'm taking the perks, okay? You're going to put me in that You're gonna put me in that bag, all right. You know what? I want the fucking $5 discount for the theater. I want my 20% with my coffee, and I want the yeah. 10% for the donut, and I want to get the coupons in the mailbox so I can go ahead and sort out my day to see how much more I can put in my pocket. No, I don't know about the coupons. That's too much work. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, you know, in general, you know, it's like, yeah, it's like that, you know, it's like, okay, you're going to call me old, fine. Ivan, now, like, are you, like, you buy stuff at the store, and then, like, mysteriously, like, a month or two later, you'll get coupons from the store mailed to you, uh, coupons of things that you bought. Have you ever had that? Yes. Yes. That is is creepy, man. Like, like, I got, like, like, from Meyer, I got, like, a coupon book like a couple weeks ago and it's pretty much like a coupon for every fucking thing I bought like two months ago <laughs> it's like yeah the cheese and uh, cat food yeah that's weird man that's no, weird. I bought new headphones yeah. bought new headphones right Yeah. I swear to god every freaking other ad has been about headphones okay on, here's this on Facebook. 
and every <laughs> other ad is either fed the headphones yeah. or by the way now every other ad is cbs all access I'm like, come uh, on, guys. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, that did the same thing last night. I was watching the Time Life. They had the Burt Sugarman uh, midnight special of Soul. Fucking fantastic set, by the way. Uh, all I know is, yeah, I'm watching the ad on TV. Okay, I punched the numbers in my phone, and I was entertaining the thought of actually going through with it. I said, okay, wait a minute. So I get, went off of there, went into the site, filled out all the information, card number and all that, and then I just decided, wait a minute, maybe not just now. And I put out all of the information. I you know, took it off, deleted it. Did you know that I went on my fucking telephone on um, Facebook, they already had more ads about the Time Life series, things that they were selling? Yep. 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 Google and Facebook and YouTube, they use all that stuff. It's all out there. The selling, is, in, is that, yeah, selling your information. The trick is, yeah. what you really need to do is go on somebody, find a way to get on somebody's computer you don't like, and then be <laughs> looking at, like, gay porn or something yeah. like that. Yeah, like just, dildos or something. Yeah, stuff like that, or, like, pantyhose <laughs> or some crap. Like, watch yeah. and be like, Feminine hygiene products. Yeah, hygiene products. Yeah. (laughs) What's the person be like? How am I getting these ads for? Why am I getting ads for transsexual dating? What the hell? (laughs) Nylon or polyester? I mean, um, it just is weird, man. I know, but it's fucked up. You sit there, not even, you know, and especially in the electronic media, which it does, they do this stuff in like minutes and shit, you know. Minutes, like, try seconds. Seconds, okay, being, okay, being, being generous. And then, of course, in the paper world, and it's happening in that situation too, shit, that's crazy. But it yeah, does sent, They sent me coupons from pretty much everything I bought, <laughs> like, yeah. Well, yeah, we say you bought like the Sargento sliced uh, cheddar cheese. Well, here's a coupon yeah. for it. I'm like, holy crap! Yeah, yeah. And how do they know this shit? Because they're connected to all this shit. Yeah, it's that, weird. That's hey, I did want to. I done not to change it, but I do kind of want to go someplace. Which is, you know, no, but... we we did lose. Uh, we did lose. Kind of, at least in my opinion, I'm always nervous when I say things like this. Like when I'm about to say, call somebody a major music icon. Because that island will come in and sit there and say, that's not a major music icon, blah, 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 blah. No, 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 um, dude, is it? Uh, but, uh, you know, we did lose Little Richard over the weekend, over, over this past week. Huge, man. Yeah. Little Richard is the fucking dude. He's the one that drew the lines, man. Not to mention the fact motherfucker could go out there and be himself. All in, you know, we're all going to have a gay time when it wasn't acceptable to be a gay time. Okay, that is one great man. Okay, I have tall respect for the Richard. Tall respect. Okay, the fact that he was listening all that crazy shit, uh, you know, in 1951, about a whole five years before Elvis Presley knew what hit him. Okay, and here's, you know, Richard Penniman on RCA Victor in 1951 cutting up all of that four singles worth that he did up in that movie. And then he came on the scene. It was He was already a seasoned dude by the time Tutti Fruity and um, The Girl Can't Help It and all that other jazz started to happen for the man. Not to mention that you know, the well-known secret, yeah, everybody kept a lot of that well-known secret for decades. 
And um, no, I mean, mad, mad respect from Little Richard. Mad respect. He was 87. Yeah. 87, man. And I'll tell you, and he and he worked those 87 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm the, trying to think. I mean, the I last like... time I saw him live on television, it was for like one of the 4th of July celebrations at Washington, D.C. And he was in a wheelchair and he was not looking very good. But he did play the piano for like at least one or two songs. And then, then that was it. Well, let me see. Uh, the one time that I thought was impressive was uh, when he was in the movie Down and Out in Beverly Hills. Oh, with Richard Dreyfuss. Yeah. Yeah, he did a scene in there. Uh, yeah, he was his neighbor, yeah. He yeah. was the neighbor. And he played the song, you know, Good Gosh Almighty. It's a mad soundtrack. You ought to go on YouTube and check it out. I remember it's watching it oh, no. years ago. No, that's the one where it went, which we called that song. You may find yourself in a beautiful house. Yeah, it's you yeah, may, talking that. heads. Yeah, how and how did I get here? Yeah. You know that one. Oh yeah, yeah. yep, yep. With yep. Uh, Nick that. Nolte and Richard Dreyfuss. Yeah, yeah, it's that's good right. And uh, Bette Midler. Yeah, Bette Midler. Yeah, as the wife. Funny. That I like the one line she said in the movie: "And vodka comes from a potato." You know that <laughs> movie in some ways. It's one of those movies that gets forgotten, and the interesting part about it is, you know, Richard Dreyfus had kind of been like, did, had kind of his career had kind of died, and Bette Midler's career had kind of died too. Well, they were kind of, they were kind of at that point where you know, I mean, the younger stars were doing bigger things, and so they end up making a few bad decisions and come out in some rather mediocre movies. But you know that that's that's inherent to anybody in yeah. in Hollywood. Yeah. So little Richard, rest in peace. He was. I well, played no, I was, uh, Long Tall Sally the other day in the truck. Uh, well, it was uh, funny. The only reason I mentioned it is, is it's, it's interesting because that movie, that movie basically relaunched careers for like Richard Dreyfuss and Ben Midler, and that I'm aware yeah. of. It's probably yeah. Little Richard's most well known. Well, um, yeah, acting, acting spot. Yeah, and of course, you know the fact that he got the the he got the sound he got the song in the soundtrack. He did the scene. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was that guy was still pounding hard at that point, man. It was like wow, you know, to see him like that. That was a beautiful thing. That I mean, I never got to see him live. I've seen him on television lots of times. You know, just like. Watching out for clips and stuff on YouTube and stuff like that. Yeah, like apparently he I- did us. Uh, Weird Al uh, has made some words for him because um, apparently James Brown, Little Richard, and Weird Al Yankovic did a celebrity wheel of fortune one time. <laughs> no way. Way. Oh, there's got to be. Hold video. on. Really? They yes, they did. Fuck yeah. Hold on a second. Wait, 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 wait. Come on. Hold on. So Weird Al had some kind words for him. I had, had no idea until you said it that that Little even... Richard, who else was it? James Brown and Weird Al. <laughs> wow. No way. Yeah, and there's a picture that of the is... you go to Weird Al's Twitter, there's a picture of the three of them with Pat Sajak. <laughs> yep. Wow. yep, here yep. it is. 1940, 1994. Holy shit. But everybody was at their prime. Wow. Although 94 wasn't exactly prime. But not for James, yeah. yeah. Well, not James, James, James really was still rocking in 94. Valley, but, um, yeah. That's really funny. 
Wow. That, okay. that, I did not know that. Can, we, can we get that clip to our page? We should yeah, say hold that. on. I might be able to do Well, I'll figure out a way. Um, just go to Weird Al's uh, Facebook or Twitter, and you'll see well, that The he... whole episode's on Daily Motion. I okay, you could probably find either that or on YouTube. Yeah, well, like I said, it's on. It's, it's out there. I, yeah. It's on Wow, that's cool. No, I got to see that. That I had not been aware of. That's, me, that's... me neither, man. <laughs> okay? Seriously. I'm trying to think what it. We... Other news. I feel like. I think we got some. We oh, we lost uh, uh, Ben Stiller's dad. Yeah, and then we lost Marty. And we lost Marty Pasco today too. And we see lost uh, Betty Wright and yep. uh, yeah, you know Yvonne Baker. By the way, but FYI, Marty Pasco is the co-writer, and I'm I don't know if Ivan if you've seen this one, but I, I'm assuming Mike has. Uh, Marty Pasco is the co-writer of Batman: Mask of the Phantasm. Okay, and that is Which like is, pinnacle of WB Batman the animated series. Yeah, well, and that's in fairness. For a long time, if you asked what was the best animated superhero film ever made, a lot of people that say that was it. Yeah, that was it. And, and in some ways, it's still probably in the top five. So it holds up over time. Oh yeah, it's T. It's Batman TAS. So yeah, that's yeah. that's some hard. I that's mean, good shit. Well, and it was released to the theaters. It was. Yeah, it was. It had like, a theatrical run. I remember that. It had a theatrical run. I mean. Yeah, because you know, I think I think the Warner Brother releases on those cartoons, man. Let me tell you, the set designs, especially the writing, writing. Yeah, you know, mode. I might next week. I think that uh, Apocalypse War uh, drops next week. I think I might watch Is that. It? Yeah. Okay. At least on digital. So that maybe I'll watch apparently, it. So apparently San Diego's talking about doing a virtual convention, but they're not giving any details yet. Okay. Um, well, you'd think all the other like companies that go to like plug their trailers or new shows or something, um, you'd think they would do it separately. But if San Diego Comic-Con wants to do their own, then okay. That makes they sense. One more option. I mean, there's enough for everybody, right? Oh, yeah. In theory, the biggest thing is going to be bandwidth. I mean, yeah. I mean, they made a joke about there's going to be no lines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, badges, badges for all, no lines. Um, yeah, and cheap snacks too. And, yeah, yeah, have, yeah. They mentioned about cheap, snacks, lots of cheap concessions, snacks. right? Yeah, you don't have yeah, to wait in line. There's the drawing point. You don't have to wait in line like thirty six hours to see Kevin Smith or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's instantaneous, you know. I think the other interesting thing was, so I guess there's there's talk out there now. Amazon might buy AMC. Hmm. There was talk. I've heard. I wouldn't be surprised. Hmm. Amazon's buying everything, just like how Disney's buying everything. Well, well, Disney's in trouble right now, but Amazon's doing real good because of the quarantine. Everyone's yeah. Well, yeah, because it's it's right now a striking point. Yeah. Yeah. Because if the quarantine wouldn't have been in place, it would have been the other way around. Right. Well, you know, and it, it, you know what? In in fairness, as much as it annoys me, yeah, if I if if I was making phenomenal profits right now, and this is the time you invest in something, it's a buyer's and, market. It's a buyer's market. Yeah. And, well, it becomes wide open, man. It becomes the wild west now. I just curious what an Amazon what Amazon would look 
Amazon running AMC, I'm curious what that would look like. AMC was oh, on. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I mean... I'm sure they'll of... incorporate the colors of their logo into their theater. Nah, maybe, well, maybe not. But, like, well, for example, they've exactly. talked about... They've talked about, like, for example, for, for Whole Foods, and I don't know if this is true because it's been a while since I've been in one, but they've talked mm-hmm. about, like, with Whole Foods where it was like, oh, if you have your your Prime app and you have all that set up, you wouldn't even have to, like, go through... You could walk in and essentially, you wouldn't even have to go through a checkout. Everything you picked up would right. It'd be like the Amazon store, right? Right. Would just basically register, and then you could be like, "Okay, I got everything. Goodbye." Yeah, you go through the um, archway, and it'll automatically just uh, scan every item that's in your bag, and you just send to your uh, your account. Right. <laughs> Amazing. Um, which makes me wonder. It's like, okay, what do you you know? Is that something that we could see? You know, I mean, so if we, it could be off the bags of my grocery, what makes you think it's not going to read off of the information in my wallet? Yeah, well, yeah. But again, this is why sometimes I'm I'm not so much. You know, me personally, I'm not so much of a. Yeah, it's I'm like these so companies that want to put chips in your arm. Like, yeah, uh, that's I don't know, man. It's a little too. I don't want to be low jacked. No, I'm sorry. I mean, I, I, I. I the, the thought of that, the thought of that, really, you know, scares me. Some people still, you know, some people be all like, "It's the mark of the beast." Well, it's not that. It's just it's a look, just kind of dy- yeah, well, dystopian, just, kind of like I don't have to carry a wallet anymore. All I have is just my account, my bank account it's, through it's my like chip the, and this in my arm. Like, ooh, it's, it's just like the movie Metropolis all over again, man. Or Johnny Mnemonic. Right. There you go. in his head and it's like okay right. I've got I got software and hardware in my head and everything and you don't okay. necessarily have to have cash or anything anymore that's right I'm over, I am connected to the universe literally as well as digitally I don't know about that's that so, um, what so no, yeah I'm, no I mean that's, so what were we going to do oh yeah else. San Diego Comic Con was uh, virtual uh, this year yeah and then um it's interesting because, like, for example, I noticed here that uh, it looks like the CW has bought the rights to air the the only year of Swamp Thing, which says to me that, okay, some, I, I can't – I think this is the first of many different companies that are going to start pulling this, which is, look, nobody's filming right now. Very few people are filming right now, and at some point, you're going to need content, so you're going to have to figure out ways to, to – create and make content and 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 hollywood is just as eager to get started again as far as like creating stuff but they got to be safe with obviously what's going on now right but the other part is is that look there there is content out there um, but you just, just get a matter check. of it's just a matter of okay do i want to pay for it do i pay do I, like for example i mean we talked about this before you know the irony is i'm watching the good fight on on cbs all access if I'm CBS and I don't have anything else right now that I can put on TV, why wouldn't I do that? Yeah, just drip out <laughs> whatever content you have left and just drip it out a little bit at a time, just like how the Colonel put out Elvis songs while he was in the Army. Yeah, exactly. It's or, the same, or, it's the same uh, strategy. Yeah. 
I mean, right now on Channel Two, they even started up the the, uh, the uh, Sunday night movie thing of yeah. the nineteen seventies, and uh, you know, I caught Forrest Gump. It was like, okay, you know, I mean, they're, they're good. I'm I mean, they get... how many people will really attach themselves? How many people do you think? How many people you really think are going to hang around to watch the Saturday night movie when really they could probably get Forrest Gump for what? I mean, a couple know, bucks, and then like have to maybe watch a five dollar rental. Yeah, true. No, you're right. No, no. But I'm just well, broadcast television like... has been struggling for years to figure out how to survive in this uh, in this in this instant age of information. It's um, it, I mean, it's just like what's just like what's happening with terrestrial radio. It's the same thing. I mean, it, it's a situation where it's like yeah, yeah except terrestrial. Out- outdated we've outlived our usefulness how do we keep except up? the difference is ivan broadcast tv sees the problem terrestrial radio has their head in the sand and they you're don't right. want to admit that there's an issue no you're right and i agree with you on this i mean i think the i think the the status of radio has lost the the pulse of the people years ago Okay. Oh because yeah, we it, know this. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because it comes right down to the fact that you know we're dealing with you know the state and we're dealing with the city and everything. I in don't large think place. that's the big problem. Is but, well, wait, wait, wait. Let me finish my point. My point is, okay, the small little radio stations that took care of the communities that they served. Yeah, local. Had, yeah. They, yeah, the you know Highland Park, Deerfield, you know, and, and all that other mm-hmm. stuff that we were in radio. Okay, yeah. So we're gonna go ahead and take these radio stations, turn them into cell towers, and start sucking them up. You know, the the the, the um, cable companies and the phone companies are busy buying all of these little AM radio stations just to go ahead and pirate the signals and such. It's like. It comes right down to yeah, uh, radio. Uh, as far as a uh, an entertainment situation, yeah, has been holding on by the by, by the spring for years, for years, and then they try to change it all up, try to bring, try to think they can add fresh blood. I mean, you, it's almost like you're beating a dead horse, okay? Because it's just gotten to that point in the business of radio. Okay, because all right, all the personalities are not paying for them anymore. Okay, they've all been dropped out. They all got their own podcast. They're probably making more money through their podcast than I think they've ever done when they've ever been in radio. Well, it depends. It depends. Um, Keep it. You know, keep in mind. Think about it this way. It it really still kind of depends on on what your um what you are um. What what, it, what part of the, the radio industry you're in? Because if you're still doing talk, like if you're doing sports talk or something like that, then it, then it's possible you're still getting paid. Not what you used to get paid. But you still um, getting paid. But those the bigger numbers no longer exist. I mean, uh, it's because of fact that I mean you get the stuff on digital at the speed of light. You're bypassing some things for other things, but yeah, the relevance of terrestrial radio, I think I even told Mike this one about 10, 15 years ago, I said, yeah, terrestrial radio, uh, it's not going to see any more of a future from here. 
we keep saying that, but yet it still seems to be not dying. Yeah, it's not, not, it's not dying, but it's definitely way. hanging on by a thread. It's hanging on by, especially Chicago radio. All right, I mean, after the massive, massive hatchet job they did at WGN, okay, and then the uh, the 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 cleaning up the slate of some of these other stations, which WGN was like the patriarch of radio stations here in the city, talk radio and whatever it was for like decades, and then they threw it, they gutted it, and it went clear to the bottom, according to Robert Feeder. So. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, but, but here's the thing. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's still, I mean, yes, you're right. In, in some ways, you're, what you've said is right. I mean, the amount of people making seven figures in this ta- in this city, or at least in Chicago. As air talent do, is like, do, yeah. Look, as air talent, I mean, there gone. might be, there might be one. There used to be. I mean, there used to be almost 10 and that day, that day is long gone. Yeah. The internet uh, fixed that shit. Well, okay. And then then you had really fixed it. What really fixed it was, um, when they moved to that other thing, what is it? The, um, um, not the Arbitron box. The other thing that they, the people thing of a bobber. Not Nielsen. Not Nielsen. That's television. No, no, I understand what I would say, but they switched how they... New rating systems. They counted... Basically, rather than what you wrote down, they actually were able to, in real time, take what you listened to. So, like, for example, all those years where people would write down, oh, I listened to Steve Dahl. You know how this works. How many years, Ivan, where we sit around going, who the hell is listening to Steve Dahl these days? And he's making (laughs) these huge numbers, and he's making huge money. Well, the answer is... Um, a lot of people writing Steve Dahl's name down and then like go to like the mix to go mm-hmm. listen to music or something like that. Okay. Right. And, 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 and cause like, it was funny. One of my, one of my buddies was working in, and one of my buddies was working at 100.3 and uh-huh. it was funny cause everybody would be like, Oh, I'm listening to that station. They'd be like, why are our ratings not looking like that? Yet? And when they switched over to that, to that other this other way of counting was more accurate. All of a sudden their numbers went up and all of a sudden certain people's numbers went down and, and oh, yeah, voila. Able, when you're able to stream the numbers. Well, the point being is, you know, it's not, okay, who am I? Okay. You need to write down what you listened to today versus what did you really listen to today? Right. You know, versus what versus we had something, and it basically every time you change the channel or you move to a channel, we were able to get real time data versus okay, whatever you wrote down, and what you exactly. wrote down because did not. It's instantaneous, right? It's instantaneous. I mean, it's going to happen at the speed of light. Well, and and you can't dispute that, you know, because there it right. is. But but the point being is, suddenly a lot of people who used to like, for example. For a long time, the ideas were, okay, morning drive is the most important. And suddenly it was, no, maybe daytime's more important than we thought because the numbers were better on daytime because there were more people in offices who were listening right. to these different these different stations and different stuff. And, right. and suddenly the numbers started to change about what all this looks like and, right. and what, time for, what time periods are important, <laughs> which ones are not. So, right. yeah, there, there was that and... 
Well, yeah, I keep waiting for the real death nail to come to to radio, but and but they, I think part of it is, and you guys tell me if I'm wrong. You guys would both know this a little bit more. Hmm. I think part of the problem is is they have way too much stroke still with Congress. Well, they have way you know, too much stroke still with Congress because it's well, some of the things know, that they are able to pull off. And I believe, I, 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 you know, on my part of it, I would very well believe that. I would. Okay, because why is something that has pretty much, for the most part, outlived its usefulness? Why is it still a viability? Okay, yeah, and I suspect just what you said. Say, uh, say it's uh, similar to printed media, like newspapers, like Right. This is the 21st century. You don't have to print, but Anything. you still do. I mean, obviously, the Tribune and the Sun-Times, you look at like the size of them, and they've shrunk because printed media is going away because more and more people, especially the younger generation, they're getting their news through their phone or their iPad. Right, immediately. But it's still being propped up somehow because of all these conglomerations that own newspapers and news stations well, along I, I with radio still- stations. I would still tell you that there's still people listening to radio, and it depends on what they're listening for. Like, for example, the number one state, you know, Ivan talks about how WGN Radio in Chicago was the crown jewel. But I hate to tell you what lately is, like, the number one station in town, which is is WBBMAM, which is all news 24-7. That's it. And there you go. Why? Because I don't know what's going on in the world right now. Let me go flip it. Oh, what's the weather right now? Oh, what what's traffic right now? Okay. They just want the oh, quick sound bites of information that they want right then and there. Right. Just right. like, just like okay, what what am I looking for right now? Okay, I need to find out what's going on sports radio. Okay. Um, or I'm going to my specific segmented audience type pieces, which is. Okay, I want to go listen to Rush Limbaugh, or I want to go re- listen to um, God. I don't even know who 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 the who the liberal counterpart would be at this point. But the interesting or just part one of the one of the is, morning DJs or whatever. Just get your come, you get your crazy skits and maybe uh, some cash giveaways or something. I guess, but even that is kind of not, not where it used to be. Um, okay, and okay, musically, yeah. Musically, you can pretty much forget music, about it. People are of using it. their own devices for their own music. Exactly. exactly. Unless they're stuck in the Except office the and then they got to listen to a station. Well, or if they're stuck right. in the car. Right. Well, right. not everybody's right. got their shit in the car. Yeah, not everybody you know? uses Pandora or, you know, their own right. music playlist on their phone or whatever. Right, so, so I mean, really, it's, it's still the people who are stuck in the car. I mean, until they make it to the until point they where, make it really where you know, everybody can get hit at the same time with the digital, uh, the terrestrial radio will be around. But, but it goes beyond that. I mean, think of all the little things that they've done. Like, Ivan, you remember, who was it that we knew that was doing low-power FM back in... Back in the back in the late '90s, early 2000s, and that was supposed to be the new big thing. Was that right? Low, low that, power was, FM. that was the low power wattage uh, yeah. thing that they had going on. If you had a um, a like, if you had an LLC, if you had mm-hmm. an association with a school, uh, mm-hmm. education, someplace like that, uh, the FCC was awarding uh, low power. Uh, low transmission licenses. Okay, I know mm-hmm. that was supposed to become a big thing. 
Unfortunately, yeah. by the time the digital age came in, it pretty much took over the idea. Yeah, but the FCC squashed the NAB came in and squashed that thing too. Right, right. Just like, just like, just like the reaction to to satellite radio wasn't okay. We need to innovate. We need to get better. It was okay. Lots of ads. Circle the wagons. Attack satellite radio as much as possible, and right. and create pro radio pro pro terrestrial radio ads. Not to mention. I kind of laugh because there's supposed to be two licenses available. There's supposed right. to be Sirius's license and XM's license. Right. Well, those two merged, but we've never so seen. Like a, so it's like a big monopoly now. Well, I just kind of laugh because it's like, okay, when are we letting the other license go for somebody to do another satellite channel and nobody's ever asked? The only reason I can think of nobody's asked for it is at this point, you're talking about the you, the real competition is the internet, right? And everybody can stream off the net. So why do I need? Why do you need any extra when you got the stream that you can just get right to it and then you just do it? You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I I'm still yeah I'm I'm still waiting for them to figure out. I don't know. I, and think I, of I, what's I, happening in the months to come because we've just suddenly discovered that a lot of people don't have to go to an office to work. They could do their job from home, and that's that's going to change the landscape of things in the months ahead as well. But we'll that's see. That, I'm that's why I always entertained with the phrase of "Oh, we're going to go back to normal." No, that normalcy is gone. We will never go back to what um, it was normal for the most of it. I'm not saying all of it. All I'm saying is, for most of it, yeah, yeah some of it has, has changed. Uh, this is, we don't, this we'll is, find out how much has changed permanently uh, right. in the coming months. Oh, yeah. No, I have, I've been with, I'm, I'm with you, which is the part that I find interesting is it just continues. To, I, I mean, I just feel like it's like shouldn't somebody in terrestrial radio be sitting there right now going, okay, we need to find new ways to shake up what we do to bring audience. Because the truth is, they're still getting audience because, you know, it's easy to turn on a radio. Okay, because you get those that it's a generational thing. It's something that's comfortable to them. It's something that's familiar without having to go to the digital channels. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. you got a lot of people. Yeah, they still have the radio in the garage. They have the the radio. Yeah, but you ask a 22-year-old if he has a, an, FAM, an AM, FM radio aside from the one in their car. Oh. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, but, but that's my point. But yeah. that's my point, which is there isn't the, uh, the other than in your car, there isn't a yeah. reason to be listening to it. And even then, yes, the younger generation—I would say anybody under thirty-five, right—is probably get... not listening to, to broadcast radio. radio. No, of course not, because that's not what they were brought up on. That whole situation. Once they got latched onto the technology, they exceeded what we have been familiar with before then. So it just comes right down to the whole situation of, oh, yeah, I mean, unless I have it in my car and unless I entertain it as a hobby or something that is familiar, like radio I've had in my family for 45, 50 years, it's there, it's a sense of comfort. And once in a while, okay, I'll put it on, but it's not like I need to put that on. Uh But But it's just there. 
you know, but uh, but but aside from that, yeah, you still got a lot of people. You know, my age. They're still making enough money though off of terrestrial radio right now. Well, to maintain that 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 that, that it's going to maintain for a while because because otherwise they wouldn't be doing it. Um, True. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying that, yeah, it's like within the world of terrestrial radio, I mean, can happen within, you know, months and years. Huh. Where it, it's no, in the, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. I don't, I don't think in the months. digital world, it's going to come that much faster. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it's months. I think, honestly, unless they start innovating between, you know what? I think it's another 20 years until radio's dead. Okay, okay. Well, we'll come back to this podcast another... in the year 2030 and 2024. But the point being... But it's an, inter- but it's is... an interesting thought, though. But it's an interesting thought, yeah. though. Because okay. I think it still takes another generation to get to the point where it's dead. True, true. But then also, here's the thing. Okay, and I won't go into the long argument about the records. Okay, the alleged, mm-hmm. um, oh my gosh, records, you know, are coming back again. They never left; they just didn't make as many. But mm-hmm. the thing about, but the thing about it was, okay, you're going to have a generation now that's been re-exposed mm-hmm. to records, re-exposed to. Uh, well, I think that's going to same thing is going to happen to terrestrial radio. The same thing that happened to records. That's what I'm saying. I mean, maybe. Uh, that, that, that I'm just saying maybe I'm but they gotta innovate they gotta well, innovate yeah, because they if they don't innovate, innovate then it's pointless well then no, hmm. you're right no man you know and so you know no I get that you're right it's because you know nothing that stays the same will ever will ever age because it won't because it's the same so all I'm saying is yeah as far as the whole situation with radio okay maybe this next generation well have enough, I don't know, nostalgia is a bad word, I'm sorry, um, have a, an allure to it, you know. Well, like, the funny ah. thing is, though, it doesn't necessarily need to be that there's an allure. The, the trick is, let, let look, let, let's put it where it is. Okay. okay. If Howard yeah. Stern was available back on regular radio right now, people would listen. Right. If it was re-syndicated, like on terrestrial radio. Right. If, if tomorrow CBS said, we signed a new deal, Howard Stern's going to be live. Um, it's going to be live every morning from, I don't know, I'm just using this as an example, from 5 to 9, people would right. listen. People would listen. Every well, yeah, would listen. Well, yeah, of course, because you're giving them something to listen to. Right. Well, but that's my point. My point is, it wouldn't take much, what it really takes right now is somebody to sit there and go, you know what? What we're programming right now isn't working. What do people really want to hear? Right. What do people really want to hear? And how do we program that? Right. How do we create that? How do we create something that's going to become part of the public conscious? You know, something that when you walk away from it, you're like impressed upon it that you want to keep coming back because there's always a. That's what XM's doing. XM has all those kinds of channels where you can segment every different genre of music as well as comedy and sports and talk and political and and et cetera. But but the point being is, the point being is, let's all be honest. If I could get that stuff for free, free instead of yeah, instead of instead digital, of paying for it, it, yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. I'm I'm in for free. So I'm in for free. The the trick is okay. Who are you know? How do you do that? Or or to take it a step further. Okay. What are the hot podcasts? Why does it have to be okay? Here comes a four hour show of X Y Z. What if you sat there and broke down shows by, you know, by the hour and basically like, like for example, I'm just using this example. What if like we had a show on GN and we were uh-huh. Monday through Friday at like from midnight to one. And I'm just using this as an example. You know, right. don't get me wrong. Yeah. We'd love that. But, um, That'd be but, great. but you get the point, which yeah. is, you know, you know, that that. Because that's how podcast networks are, which is you don't hear about. I mean, there are a few people who are doing multiple hours, but for the most part, you got people who aren't even on every every day of the week. It's just one day a week, and okay, they're on, and people are listening. You know, people people are checking it out. People are aware because they have built in audiences, or people want some of that stuff. Because because there's stuff that isn't getting talked about on the radio. There really isn't like. You know, people watch TV. People watch stuff on movies and stuff. They don't nearly talk about that stuff as much. I mean, could you imagine a comic book show talked about on regular radio? That doesn't happen. No, so it doesn't. Rarely. Uh, I haven't heard anything in the last, what, 15, 20 years? Have I've you? I've heard it, but it's rare. I mean, it's rare and it's obscure. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's not in the forefront of of interest, except for the people that. Yeah, there's the numbers. You want to cater to the numbers, okay? And if you put on something that's going to draw those numbers, isn't that going to promote? You know, to build uh-huh. up something and then create it from the outside in. You know, and you give them something to really think about when you do the presentation because that's just how it happens. Being yourself. I mean, look at what we did when we were on a. On uh, you know EEF and uh-huh. you know I mean you had a bunch of free thinkers you know just going ahead just saying what was on our minds at the time and in those moments you know preserved forever with the impression that you're going to actually make it did they listen to us no not in grand scale but then we'll never know what what, what we might have permeated out in that time and place I mean right once you once you've sent it forward into that you know trajectory man you know you have no idea who you might inspire or have heard it or have just listened for that moment and say yeah he makes a point he uh, he, uh, he he's making sense I mean I, I understand where he's coming uh, from. let me let me give perspective yes so when I was working at sporting news radio uh-huh. we had a guy uh, we had a guy named Chris Russell and um, Chris would work overnights on the weekends. And Chris was a wrestling fan. Right. Every so often, Chris would open up for wrestling calls. Mm-hmm. And when Chris opened up for wrestling calls, and we're talking about like a Saturday night at yep. like midnight, okay? Mm-hmm. Those lines would light up like Nerds. a <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, but but those lines would light up. Yeah. And 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 people would want to talk about. And keep in mind, this was at the in fairness, this was at the heyday of things, which is right. you know Austin and Rock and all those guys. Um, right. You know, Flair yeah. was still around. Shawn Michaels. You know, those guys were still all around. And they were still in their prime. No, Piper but, was already out of them. Right. Oh, but, but but 
Well, no, because he was around, but he wasn't wrestling. But yeah. but the point being is, you know, they could they could have taken an hour. I mean, they took like an hour of phone calls straight. That's right. Saturday night from midnight to one. And it was funny because people would still call it like one thirty and be like, hey, we're not talking about it anymore. Um, but the point being is think about how many wrestling podcasts there are out there. Think about how many UFC podcasts there are out there. Think about how many poker podcasts there are out there. Now ask yourself a question. If somebody locally had a show on a regular radio station and started talking, because like, for example, the local sports channels, they don't talk about UFC. No, they talk about the, well, not talking about much in the way of regular right, sports but now, but, yeah. but, uh, yeah. but but even normally they don't talk about no. UFC. No, they, don't. they get to maybe one if, if yeah. you're looking one. Well, most of them, you don't even really understand mm-hmm. UFC. So, so a I lot mean, of the mainstream uh, sports talk people, they thumb their nose at wrestling still? Um, you think a majority of them do? Some of them do. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's a little bit... And maybe UFC to a degree because of just people beating each other up. It's not like um, Tyson or Ali or any you know, big names. It's not, it's not, yeah, the glory days. Yeah. Well, the yep. other thing is... Well, okay. Don so, King's so hair. We're about UF, if we're talking about <laughs> UFC, one of the problems with UFC is that's a is is you is is you have to create some semblance of stars, and and it's funny because it's funny because what happens is you know you have to be able to you for a while they were building stars, and they would kind of build storylines similar. They were trying to do like some WWE style storyline kind of stuff, but at the same time, sometimes you know we're talking about it. Still, at the end of the day, the outcomes aren't fixed like in the WWE, um, and so yeah, they've had their problems. And you know, some of it is you know, unlike in the WWE, guess what? You know, if somebody is on drugs, we don't get a match. Yeah, and that's their um, angry, tattooed men just want to beat the crap out of each other. <laughs> Well, and right, and, and and so there's part of that. Just like, yeah. you know, um, so yeah. I mean, right now, I mean, I don't. In fairness, I don't follow it as much as as some people. But you know, think about it this way: people like Ronda Rousey and and Conor McGregor or Brock Lesnar or or some of those pe- or John's Bones jo- bon, John Bone Jones. I mean, those guys are like names that people recognize. If you ask me right now who's around in the UFC that people have names that recognize, I can't answer those questions for no. you. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. – they, they haven't built – they haven't figured out how to rebuild stars. As a matter of fact, that was why the CM Punk thing was interesting was because if CM Punk could have fought and been able to work, CM Punk had at least a built-in audience from pro wrestling back in the day. Um, but, yeah, I mean that's that's part of it, which is – I don't know it, 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 and, they, and they do it every month, and it seems like it's just. Don't get me wrong; it's it's good stuff. It, but it's the same thing as boxing, where it's like, boxing hasn't had a major star in a while either. You know, boxing doesn't have those. Suddenly, boxing doesn't. You know, you have, suddenly UFC doesn't have those stars that people were like, well, at least they have star names. Boxing didn't have that. Boxing, you know, once in a while they'll have a big fight. Otherwise. Just boxing. I mean, there's some people who are looking just to watch the fights, and and in fairness, yeah, that doesn't get talked about as much on sports radio because 
yeah, it doesn't sell as well as the team sports or certain other sports. So, you know, they'll do segments here or there. But, yeah, if somebody sat there and, you know, did, did, did a regular show nightly or maybe every couple of nights on a regular station here in the Chicago area talking about fight, about the fight scene, like boxing and UFC, oh, yeah. Oh yeah, that'd be that that they they'd pull people. Absolutely. Well, here's the thing too. Uh, when you when you talk about that whole situation, where yeah, uh, I think you know radio had the strongest presence, you know, before television, and because before then, before television, I mean, that's where you heard the fights. That's where you heard uh-huh. all of. The- well, the play-by-play obviously had to be more. Well, the play-by-play, which, you know, to have a glib tongue to do, you know, play-by-play is a gift. I mean, that's that's that's, that's mm-hmm. not an easy thing to do, play-by-play. That was one of the tests I took when I was in college. I had to turn the sound down, and I had to do play-by-play. Are you kidding? I'd give myself an F. I was awful. But, you know, but some people well, have well, that. hard and, to do. And, yeah. Hey, Ivan, let yeah. me throw a different idea at you. What that? So, okay, we've, we've been talking about, like, stuff that isn't music. So here's my question. Yeah. So back in the day, if I wanted to know what was cool and what was hot and what was interesting, I listened to the radio. Correct. And I would hear what was good and what, what, what was what, popular. What was popular. Right. So here's my – so I guess my question is, if the if you're not listening to the radio, and I'm not, and again, I'm not talking about other stuff, but how right. do you know what's popular and what and, and what's hot today? Well, that could be addressed. That could be addressed in two ways. Okay, mm-hmm. one is the one, one the one the most the most popular appeal is okay. You hear it on the radio. Mm-hmm. And, it's acknowledged, and you hear the track, and it's all right there, and it's immediate. Mm-hmm. Whereas against having to say, okay, uh, I have to hope, try to find it, or if I don't have my Pandora, or I'll go ahead and I'll talk to my phone. Hey, I heard this song. Sometimes well, what's get- what's trending on iTunes? What's trending on iTunes? Right. What's uh, what's on Amazon? Yeah, but why does uh, why does something trend on iTunes at that point? Due to sales. Or it could just be yeah. promotion from the label. It might right, be sure. inflated. It might be artificial. I guess. I, mean, I guess I'm just trying to figure out how you... Like, I would get how somebody who's an established artist could trend. I'm trying to figure out how how somebody who is just getting started can suddenly become... Like, okay, suddenly Lizzo pops up. Okay, because what happens... What happens in that case, all right, especially now, uh, you get you get these people that go ahead and, okay, just like us, we podcast, we try to get out there and everything mm-hmm. like that. Well, everybody's, you know, trending and streaming and trying to get the idea out there. And, uh, it's, I mean, and it's always there. It's consistent. It's just you latch on, you hit the information, off it goes. Uh, whereas, you know, against having to do radio where you got to assemble it and prep it and do all the things you need to do to it in order to, uh, to make it ready to go over the air, you know. What was I your mean, question, it, Jeff? Yeah. <laughs> 
was my question. Yeah, yeah I've been just going in circles here. What, what was your question? I, I guess my thinking is, okay, I have a, like, let's say I have a brand new song, okay? I have a brand okay. new song. Nobody's ever heard of me before. Okay, normally it would be, okay, the record label's going to promote me. They're going to put they're gonna put it on the radio. And so people know that I exist. Um, I guess my question at this point is, all right, if radio is as dead as everybody says it is, even though, you know, I still, I get the impression that like our local, like the local KISS station, I still think is making like a, a three or a four in ratings, by the way, um, in Chicago. Um, you know, I guess I'm just wondering. How do you get out what, there? How do you, how do you, how do, how does that happen now? Because the only other thing I can think of is YouTube. But that's, social, social media. Maybe. SoundCloud. Maybe, but, but, and you, okay, you still need to, I mean, what are you doing? Just basically paying for ads and targeting people and hoping people or say, Hey, that like, sounds cool. And get some of your friends and maybe hire like a production company to make like a low budget music video and hope it, uh, trends, hope it goes viral. Well, I mean, I know, like, for example, B, look, B, we know that Bieber got picked up by Usher because he he was on YouTube and he was in, they, he was a YouTube sensation. And that's that's how that happened. But there's, you know, let's let's be honest. There's only so many people who are going to be oh. YouTube sensations and that going to work. I have a new fudging with your microphone. And I was putting oh, it back I up. Am, ouch. Wow. Ouch. Wow. Oops. You're sorry. Uh, yeah. Ah. Sorry. So anyway. you're saying like Bieber got yeah. discovered online. Yeah. Yeah. You. Well, you that's too. how they do it today. Everybody goes. Yeah, but on. everybody can't be. Everybody can't be discovered via YouTube, can they? I mean. Well, I mean, best is as far as your phone now. You point your phone at yourself, you entertain, and then next thing you know, you put it up on the net, and everybody's entertained. The little dark-haired boy who played the Tennessee flat-top box. There you go. Okay? I mean, you got people now that are creating sensations via the Internet. I mean, there's this girl, Janet Klein. I'm in love with her. She's so cool. She does all these uh, vintage 20 and 30 songs, 1930s songs. I mean, dresses the part. She's got the most pleasant voice. It's just creation. The media. I don't know. Like I said, to me, I, I, and that's why I think in some ways radio hasn't gone away yet. I, that's why I'm 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 kind of sitting there going, okay, it's going to take a little more time than I think you think, Ivan, because they're yeah. still pulling enough enough numbers. Because we were make pro- we were we were probably having this conversation and probably in the the office that or the lobby at VVX twenty years ago. Yeah, I can see us and, having and this fairness, conversation a long time ago, but and, it's still happening. Fairness, it's still alive, right? In, in fairness, I had this conversation ten years ago. Yeah, I this, I, I feel like I have this conversation every ten years where somebody tells yep. me that radio's radio's dying, and I'm like, and it's, it's still here. Yeah, <laughs> it's still here. Uh, and the records are still here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like it's still. It's like I feel like it's Monty Python. They said you're dead. I'm not dead yet. I feel fine. Not dead yet. <laughs> I think I'll go for a walk. Yeah, I'll come back a little later. What do you think he's gonna be dead? Oh, next Friday. Oh, I don't want to wait till next Friday. But I'm not dead. I'm fine. <laughs> I mean, 
Okay, so I think we can move on from this subject. We'll wait. We'll come back to it in ten years. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. The podcast is around ten years. That'll be great. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I don't don't know. I don't have much more other than I mean, we could probably end it here, huh? Or Or do you want to quick uh, touch quick on uh, Last Dance? Last Dance. Oh yeah. 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 God, that should tell you where my thought process is on Last Dance now. Yeah, I know, like, it's, you're, we're only two episodes away next week, so then it'll be over. And I I called it last week, like, episode seven is going to be out his retirement, and episode eight is going to be about the fourth championship. And so sure like enough, that. that's that's did what we got ass? coming, so. Yeah, you know. Did it suck ass? No, it didn't suck ass. It's we just sucks it's ass. lowered lowering my expectations. Yeah, it's... it's... <laughs> The best way to put it is, Ivan is. is I'm, I'm messing around anyway. I'm just having fun. No, but the best way to put it, Ivan is, is this is really the last dance is really about Michael Jordan. Yeah. Well, You'd yeah. Be think what otherwise. You, what did you think? What did you think? Well, we were hoping be? because we had the first four episodes. They focused on Pippin and Rodman and yeah, Jackson. they booted you up, man. They booted you up and they came in for the kill because you know Michael well, Jordan well, owns all the clips and all this other shit. Right. Well, episodes five fairness, through eight are primarily about Jordan. Yeah, everything else is <laughs> nine and ten will be. <laughs> well, and, and yeah, I'm waiting for. I'm waiting to see where this goes with nine and ten. It's nine and I'm, 10 waiting, I'm waiting for them to lower the burden. Ivan, you watching this? Uh, I've watched some of it, and I, I, you don't want to know about it. But anyway, what I'm saying is, yeah, I'm saying nine and ten. It's still, I gotta, it's still compelling to me. I'm yes. still interested by it. But well, yeah, I, mean, I just had, I just had uh, different expectations about this uh, this series. Right, you thought yeah. they were going to be forthcoming in facts and clips you've never seen and things of this nature. You know, I'm still the, learning stuff, and I'm reliving part of this because yeah. I saw this through watch. You know, through. Well, uh, vicariously through my brother-in-law. And, and okay. in fairness, yeah, cool, but that's cool though. You enjoy it. Well, I think that's what it's about anyway. You know, just a kind of nostalgia, I guess. Well, if the you problem want. is that I'm having is. What, is, what do you have? The problem well, I'm I, having. They'll is, answer you if you stop talking, Ivan. Yeah. The problem you, I'm really having is is that seven and eight. There is a side storyline to Jordan, and the side storyline is that there is. In some ways, the 93-94 Chicago Bulls kind of do, do the unthinkable. They win 55 games. Uh-huh. They, put, they have three All-Stars. Wow. And, and, the tr- and, and Scottie Pippen takes second, takes second in the MVP balloting that year. Okay? Uh, Phil Jackson does a masterful job of coaching. They probably run the triangle that year better than at any point in 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 the entire era of the 90s okay and 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 the truth is yep that team is one bad call possibly from going a lot further than they did and that's the thing that i kind of laugh about is 45 Mm -hmm. minutes of that episode are all about jordan and and, and there and, you go. And meanwhile, and, the Bulls are doing this. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, there's 15 minutes on the Bulls 
And the most interesting part of it at all is, you know, we're talking about Cody Kutoch has come up. And, and here's the funny thing. You, you run this entire storyline, talk about this entire storyline, about yeah. what happened at the green, with the Dream Team and how they shut down Kukoc. Well, okay, now Kukoc is here. Because 93 is when Kukoc comes over. So Kukoc comes over, Jordan is gone. You've got pretty much the remnants of the rest of the team, plus Cody, Tony Kukoc. Steve Kerr has come over. Um, right. the, the point being is that team's still a really solid team. And what they don't, what they talk about, they spent about five minutes talking about that team. They spent most of the time talking about what they should have talked about, which is when Scotty refused to go in for 1.8 seconds. And you touched upon that last week, and I'm glad right. they, and they discussed talked about it. it. Yeah. So, and, and, okay, and it all goes back. Hold on, and, let me finish. I'm sorry, go ahead. And, and the interesting part to me about it is, they spe- so they spent that time on that. Here's what they don't spend the time on. What's that? They spend the time talking about the Knicks series that season and how the Bulls lost that series in seven games. What they don't talk about is in game six, the Bulls are winning late in the game. And Scotty gets called for this ticky-tack foul that basically puts this guy named Hubert Davis on the line. And as a result, the Knicks eke out a win in game six. Otherwise, the Bulls should have won. And there's no talk about mm-hmm. that happening or Hugh Hollins or anything. And it's a huge controversial call. And, right. and it's something that if you're a Bulls fan, we would have wanted like, this, this should be there. Yeah. Nothing. Like, Nothing. Yeah. And it was still exciting Not to... One Good. Not one comment on it. Not no. I'm totally glossed over entirely. Just okay, but gone. And it's right. like, okay, uh, hello. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, that that's that's bothersome. Um, not to mention well, there's no talk. Of, there's no yeah. talk about. There's no talk all season about how Horace Grant spends most of the season annoyed and talking about he's going he's going out of town and he's leaving. Wait, ironically, they talk about Horace later having gone out of town, but uh-huh. yeah. Um, see, it's me, but that's the point of it, uh, Jeff. Okay, that's what I was saying. You, you know, if Jordan's hands are in it, it's going to be Jordan centric, okay? And and I'm, I'm, you know, and for some strange feeling I got, I, it's going to be it's going to be a real limp noodle ending. I get a feeling it's going to be one of these situations that's going to be like, okay, they could have spent more time on this, 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 and this. Why didn't they come up for the Big Bang ending? Well, the other thing that's become really interesting is there just are some names that you don't see right. at all. That you don't see at all. Certain people have are, are, are there and being talked about. Certain things are not being talked about. Right, um, but the and, those things are not and being And the omissions make it more interesting than what they are discussing. Right, to me they do. Yeah. Just yeah. like it was interesting, one, yeah. of the, one of the sports talk stations in town had Bill yeah. Cartwright on talking about it recently. Um, it'll it'll it, been aired. It and, and it's very interesting to hear a take from Bill Cartwright versus, how do I say, Michael Jordan? Because Bill Cartwright looks at things very, very differently. Matter of fact, 
he even had a quote. To, to, he even had a quote about, I don't know why anybody buys Air Jordans. Those things aren't comfortable and they're hard to play games in. Um, <laughs> and by and Jordan's like, own yeah. admission, when he came back to Madeline Square Garden and he wore his Air Jordans, he said they was bleeding. Right. Well, those were original. Those were like yeah, his original Jordan ones or whatever. Yeah, version ones. But yeah, yeah I mean, um, yeah, yeah. But I thought it was interesting because you know Bill Cartwright has it is it, yeah. you know there and there's no talk about that by the way, no talk about that there was ever there, was ever there are a couple of instances be- about it's like this week on the Last Dance. This is what let's find out what pisses off Michael Jordan to play to some beyond human levels. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. Oh, B.J. Armstrong called him out on uh, this, sir. So one of the coaches snubbed him at a steak dinner. And so that's, that's yeah, all Yeah, I mean, like. I mean it, it, and it's funny. Well, that was funny, too, because yeah. Hartwright was talking about this today. And he's oh like, my I don't remember Jordan being no tough guy. He wasn't that tough guy. Nobody was afraid of him. Mm-hmm. But in fairness, in fairness, in the first grouping of three, I could buy that because – with Bill Cartwright, he wouldn't have put up with Jordan shit. And he never did. And it's funny because that doesn't get talked about at all, is that uh-huh. the two of them had had kind yeah. of a relationship where it was like, Tenacious? We, we get along because we both want the same thing we want to win. Yeah. But, right. you know, Jordan didn't fuck with Cartwright. And there's reasons for that. Um, then, uh, yeah. Straight up, come up against yeah. them. I mean, well, they talked just, about well, the no. time that about the time he gave he punched Steve Kerr in the eye. Right, and yet, and yet they don't talk about the part where he that happened to Bill, Will Purdue earlier in the earlier in, in the. In well, the, got, in the 90s. Will got a couple of quotes in about he how he was an asshole at times. Right, right. <laughs> That's truth. I mean, they don't even. But they you. saw there was a means to an end. Yeah, yeah. Talk about like the stuff like Will Purdue doesn't even say like the things that are obvious. Like I think I've mentioned this before yeah, you... where, you know, it's Will Purdue and Jordan used to call them Will Vanderbilt because that's the school he went to because you don't deserve a big 10 school name. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. that that's the kind of shit that Jordan would say. Yeah, he's talking trash, uh, you know, just, you know, literally you know, it's inherent when you're in that type of a position of just go ahead and just, yeah. you know, not, not think about what you're saying. And you're one, of, one of the earlier episodes, Will Purdue talks about how all the guys are the, the Pippin and Rodman are playing cards for thousands of dollars right. and him and Paxson are paying for like a, a buck a game on the other side of the plane. And yeah. Jordan says, I want to, I want in. And like, why would you want to be in on our game? Because Jordan says, I want to win your money. Because yep. that was his attitude. He wanted to win. Well, and that's anything the, that's he, and everything he did. He had a very competitive streak. So, yeah, I mean, the other thing that's interesting is, and it's funny because, you know, there were, there were certain things that I've heard recently in podcasts before, you know, before this came out, which was, uh, Bill Wennington was talking about how Jordan had been at practice for at least two weeks before it was announced that he was back. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's funny because they kind of gloss over this in 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 the doc in this documentary, but it wasn't like a well known thing that Jordan was back back. If you understand what I mean, he um, was kind of like behind the shadows for a bit. Yeah, I mean, he started, and it was funny because, like, the player, like, 
Weddington talks about, well, we were kind of sworn to secrecy, not to say anything that he's been, you know, that he's here and he's playing and he's practicing with us and that this looks like it's going to be a thing. Um, the other part that I kind of la- that's interesting to me is Scotty Pippen once again shows that he is kind of a dick. Yeah, when he uh, did uh, say that, yeah, if I had the choice, I'd probably do it again. But yeah. he, he admitted it was a mistake. Well, and he's got a big fucking grin on his face when he says it, too. <laughs> like, I don't give a shit. I'm just going to Yeah, like, fuck you. I get it. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I did it. Yeah. What are you going to do about it? Well, is, he, so is it because he's confident enough to say he would have made the winning play and he would have he would have won the game and not Kukoc? I have no idea. All I know is... Why do you really think he done- said that? It's just not just know. because he's a dick, but like, man, he must he's he thinks he's in the right. Well, yeah, but he did I mean, a pretty pretty nasty thing to the team when he did that. I still remember what it happened. Yeah, I still remember what it happened. I still I'm sitting there. I remember watching the game. I'm watching the game, and it's like, why is Scotty Pippen not on the floor? Well, Scotty Pippen, why is Scotty Pippen sitting out? What the hell's going on here? He's our best player. We got 1.8 seconds. We need to make this shot. Okay. And and they're like, yeah, I guess the plan is to go to Kukoc. And Kukoc pops it in, and everybody's going nuts. And it's like, you know, the my favorite, like I said, the amusing part is, is they talk. Yeah, Scotty uh-huh. looks like a total bitch, which is, which is, yeah, I'm gonna sit here, I'm gonna pout, I'm gonna act like a little, look like, like a little baby. A little bitch. And then Tony Kukoc goes in. Tony Kukoc goes in, makes the shot, looks like a pimp doing it. They win the game, and it's like, congratulations, dude. You're never going to live this down. There are always going to be fans that are going to remember that you chose not to be in for the 1.8 seconds. And I'm one of them. I'm one of them. You know, mm-hmm. I look, I think Scotty's a great okay. player, but you heard me when Scotty was making all kinds of comments about he needs to get his re- deal redone and all this stuff. And I, you, I think you guys heard a couple. Yeah, there's still of, a couple there's, they still bring that up about how there's a thorn in the side. Yeah. Uh, with it's the so management good. because he, well, he signed that long-term contract and he well and he it, didn't fucking read and it. And Reinstorf said you shouldn't have done that. Well, and here's the interesting part. I'm gonna take this a step further. I at this point do not think it's just about Jerry Krause. I think who they continue to villainize. Oh, and I'm thank you for posting that uh, that article from the Philadelphia Inquirer. Oh my god! Yeah. Was... Well, and 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 there's some other stuff that's out there, but I I'm you know Scotty's had some Scotty's had some Scotty had an issue of late where he claims he was fired by the Bulls for being an ambassador for the Bulls this past year, and the Bulls kind of wanted to keep it quiet. And Pippen kind of put it out there and said he was fired. My understanding is that they didn't, they didn't, the the numbers didn't come out in the way that they wanted to. So Pippen kind of decided to go a different direction. And it's interesting because since then, you know, Pippen's been Pippen's been with ESPN for a while, and I kind of noticed like when he's on there and he's talking about the Bulls, he's always got some gripe lately some little barb some little comment or barb or some sort of comment and and to me i think this is more about scotty pippen and jerry reinsdorf 
than it is anything. Because it's still... And now this is coming out. And in fairness, this has been a while ago, but it's a lot of the same attitude, which is, I'm Scotty Pippen. I'm, I'm one of the greatest players ever to play the game. And you guys treated me like shit. And screw you guys. Never mind that Scotty made a shitload of money later on the on way out, because, too. On the way out, yeah. because of all the things that he got. There's a big fuck that. you there. And, 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 but and, did and he I, get I, any I, of the big endorsements? I mean, he get like like Nike. Yeah, or... he had he had some endorsements too. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember seeing him like on commercials and stuff, but I'm sure. He oh got yeah, like... oh yeah, yeah. He did. A, he was doing a bunch of commercials with Barkley at one point. It was him and Barkley were doing. Okay, I can't remember what they were doing, and not to mention Scotty was wearing Scotty was wearing um, Air Jordans, so you know he was making money on that too. You know, Scotty was doing stuff at least locally and nationally. He was out there. I'm sure he, but yeah, I'm sure he was making a lot of good money on the side, not just. Oh the, yeah. Oh no, 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 yeah. no. He, but but yeah, to me, I kind of laugh because yeah, to me, you know, it just goes yeah. back to everything. So, what are what are your final takeaways from part seven and eight, real quick? Yeah. I was so bored. <laughs> <laughs> I was so bored. I mean, well, like, they dispelled yeah, the rumors. I they... was so bored. I like, knew it. I was so bored because it's like Jordan, 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 Jordan. Okay, now we're gonna talk about now we're gonna talk about the baseball shit, and we're not even gonna say anything interesting about the baseball. <laughs> shit. Yeah, they didn't even talk to his fellow players. Just no, one, like the one knew, manager or the one coach, that was it. Right. Well, and you knew they were only going to talk to Terry Frank. And it's funny because you knew they were only going to talk to Terry Francona because he's Terry Francona was is is a former World Series manager, and at the time Francona hadn't got was on the way up when Jordan was was doing the Bar- Birmingham Barons. Um, you know, and and you know the only thing that keeps getting brought up is would Jordan have come back? if there hadn't been a baseball strike and people say, oh, oh, he would have come back. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. Um, Do you agree with Reinstorf that if there wasn't a baseball strike that Jordan would have made it to the major leagues? Um, I still remember that day when he – see, this is another example of something they don't bring up. No, I don't, I don't think so. This is another example of something he, I mean, he was the Carter, man, you know, so – there's, here's another example of something they don't bring up, and I can't remember exactly when or how, but there was – at the time, the Crosstown Classic wasn't an official thing. The Cubs didn't really play the White Sox, okay? There wasn't an league play, but they would do this Crosstown Classic thing once a year, and I can't remember how this all worked out, but they played it at Wrigley, and they brought Jordan up to play in the game. And Jordan, keep in mind, you know, we're talking about the White Sox and the Cubs. Jordan was definitely always a White Sox guy. Okay? Uh-huh. Always a White Sox guy. So Jordan's at Wrigley. It's like it's like Jordan going to, going to Madison Square Garden to drop a nickel on the Knicks. Okay. Jordan, Jordan had a phenomenal game and ends up winning the game for the Sox against the Cubs in the exhibition game. Well, all right. On purpose. It was one of those things where he was like, yup, I want to make sure that the Cubs lose today. It was that kind of thing. And they don't talk about that at all. That doesn't even <laughs> come up. How that didn't even come up is beyond me. I mean, that, I remember uh, that. Especially if you're talking about Chicago sports. Oh, yeah. 
it's a very fine moment, you know? Well, it's one of those things where it's like, this lends itself to TV. You're talking about, you're not even talking about baseball. You're talking about baseball. You're talking about Cubs and Sox. And you're talking right. about Jordan at Wrigley Field. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, right. and I'm like, why are you not talking about this? How did this yeah. not come up? Yeah. Um, I'm glad they I, talked I about I, Space Jam. Yeah, they talked briefly. about Space Jam for a minute. Yeah, and like it was fasc- fascinating how he had got these other players to they just yeah. like do like practice rounds or whatever after we're filming, and that way Jordan could watch all the other players and study their styles. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other part is is that they do kind of try really hard to debunk the urban legend of about his father's death about his father's and death, the suspension. suspension yeah they do they try really hard almost a little too hard to the point of where you're like okay you're trying so hard it makes me want to sit there and go maybe you're trying a little too hard and there really was one mm-hmm. um they said I, no I, I, but they keep jumping up and down no 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 um, but yeah, well, I, but I still, yeah, well, I'm looking forward to the last two parts and we'll finish it up and then it'll be done. So, yeah, so I'm looking but, forward to see how badly they're going to bury Jerry Krause, the Chicago. Yeah, Bulls. but eight, Here, eight out of 10 you. episodes in and I'm, I'm still enjoying it, but I just wanted something different out of it initially. So that's, no. I'm going to call the episode nine where after that, it just goes downhill after that. Oh, I'm, I'll tell you right now. Episode 10, I'm expect Break out your shovels. Yeah. Here comes the burying of the Chicago Bull organization. Hmm. Here it comes. Okay. okay. And they're they're going to bury them. See, like these... These, oh. during... For me, this was interesting because this... During Jordan's first retirement uh, was the one and only time I saw a Bulls game. Mm-hmm. It was December 94... Uh, the Bulls played the Clippers, who had a mm-hmm. not who were not doing very well at all uh, that season. Um, Pippen got ejected in the first half, and Bulls lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and I was about seven rows behind Gene Siskel. Mm. Uh, so That's that was, good seats. Yeah, yeah, we yes. had pretty good center center court. It was Those pretty are good decent seats. seats. Yeah, good but, just like. It's interesting too. Here, here's something that's always been out there. Supposedly, Jordan made a comment that he never wanted to play in the United Center. It's the house okay. that he built. I understand, but he always there was always that comment that Jordan because the United Center had not opened yet when Jordan. Yeah, they're, they're still the playing the old time. Chicago Stadium, right? Right. Um, by the way, none of that gets talked about either. Yeah, they don't talk about the United Center. Yeah, they don't talk about how we went from the bo- we went from the old traditional Chicago Stadium to the United Center. See, this is what I'm talking about. Um, hmm. All this stuff gets dropped because we gotta talk about Jordan this, Jordan that, Jordan this, Jordan that. And I get it. I get that he's the focal point, but man, and, well, there's a lot of stuff. Well, he's the guy doing the direct, the pointing too, the direct. Yeah, like even like what was it? Who was the guy who was talking about the when? Um, of course, this, they have another scene where somebody's talking about something, and they show they give Jordan the tablet, and he watches, and he just laughs. Oh, the Gary Payton thing. Yes, yes, that was it. Yeah, Gary. By the way, Jordan gives nobody respect. Nobody. Hmm. Gary Payton was a was a was. 
at that time, maybe the best defender in the league, and and to sit there and basically laugh at Gary Payton is just kind of uh, it's kind of cold. I I, I, I get. <laughs> I get laughing that's, at that's, Isaiah. He's rather cold-blooded, man. That's, I, that's, I get the whole thing on Isaiah. He, Isaiah nice. deserves everything. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. the whole but, dream team snub, yeah. Yeah, Gary Payton. Yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, this is like kicking a kitten. Stop it. <laughs> You're better than – like I tell you, I'm telling you, episode 10, they are absolutely I, – I, I could almost write this down. It'd be like uh, Game of Thrones. There would be everything's good. The village is going to be burning down. Oh, yeah. we're going to talk. I'm saying episode nine. You say episode ten. So, no, we'll find gonna, out by the. They're going to talk about. They're gonna, here. Let, let, let me lay it out for you. They're going to talk about how it's been over 20 years and the Bulls haven't won a championship. They're going to talk about how Jerry Krause and his rebuild it never went anywhere, and as a result, Jerry Krause got fired. Okay. They're going to talk about how they're going to talk about that. Um, they're going to talk about how since then the organization still hasn't won anything. Never mind the fact that if it had been for a few Derrick Rose injuries, we we'd be we'd be singing a different tune. What what they won't? I'm positive they'll show footage of Kraus trying to trying to get Grant Hill and Tracy McGrady to come here um, on free agency because Kraus handled that the wrong way and. It looks comical, so I'm positive they'll show footage of that. Um, they won't. I know they won't talk about the fact that there's always been talk that Jordan and David Falk, uh, his super agent, kind of, you know, kind of bloodied the waters for for free agents coming here. Uh-huh. Uh, to the point of where even today, there's some of that out there. Not to mention Phil did a little bit, Scotty did a lot of it. You know, you know that that whole and, and by the way, it just ESPN, sounds like it just you know, sounds ESPN like culpable in it too. What was that, Ivan? The East Coast media. No, I said, man, it just sounds like it's coming to such an ugly ending here. Wow. Well, we'll see how you ugly it's going to be. Is? You know what the funny part is? Here's what's not going to get. What's talked that? About. What's that? Here's what's not going to get talked about. What's not going to get talked about? We might get something about Michael Jordan and the Wizards. We might, might. Okay, what we won't get is if we do get anything about how Michael Jordan left the Wizards, it'll be all about how Michael Jordan was great and had and and the Wizards were full of shit. Not to meant not the other way around where Jordan yeah, anyway. We and, and I'll tell you what else isn't going to get talked about. Oh, they're going to talk about how he owns the Hornets now, but they're not going to talk about the fact that um three only three of the last 14 seasons he's owned that team have been winning. Right. Going to the playoffs, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, they have gone to three winning three playoff seasons out of 14. And you want to talk about Jerry Krause and, and, and the job that he did. Yeah, uh-huh. You you and you know that that stuff's not going to get brought up. And if it does, yeah. I'll be impressed. Or if they do, they'll figure out ways to smooth it over and make Jordan look good. Just for one last like question. One last question, Jeff, just a clarification. Who is the one who's uh, most responsible for getting Michael Jordan signed to the Bulls? So that would have been Rod Thorne, mm-hmm. who ironically ends up being the vice president of the NBA for David Stern all those years. 
eventually. Okay. At one point, he ends up in the NBA office and becomes like essentially David Stern's right hand man. So it wasn't um, Kraus or Reinsdorf. Yeah, they bought the team after that. Yeah. Okay. So they bought the team after that, and um, they bought it for sixteen million. And now it's worth like, oh God, like hundreds of millions. Right, right. So, um, okay. Uh, and by the way, if I if I remember correctly, so Lamar Hunt, the Hunt family is still um, part owners of the Bulls. The Hunts, by the way, own the Kansas City Chiefs, which just won the AFC the, the Super Bowl. And if I'm still understanding, I think the Steinbrenners still own a piece of the Bulls. Hmm. Interesting. Um, if I if there there's an ownership group, it's not just Reinsdorf. Kind of a kind of an LLC. Okay. Uh, yeah. Anything else on the last dance, or I think uh, that'll wrap it up for this week. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think that's. Like I said, I, I, I really kind of had hoped we'd get more. Yeah, I did, I did too. Some more meaty bits on the bone. Well, more about the, the team is, and not right. just Michael Jordan. Right. That's, yeah. that, that's, that's my problem with this is fine. It's, you want to talk it, about Jordan. It's Jordan centric. I told you Jordan centric. Jordan, that's fine. But there's a lot yeah, of good that, stories. That, there's a lot of stories that the players could tell that I'd I mean, love to that, hear. It sounds like it's going to be eighty percent of this thing. It is. The whole it's, it been, is. It's been pretty much eighty percent Jordan. Yeah, twenty percent everything else. Yeah, it's it's horseshit. And and that's the problem. It's the not horseshit. It's the, still entertaining, but I just wanted more out of it. Well, but the that's funny what part the is, thing. it would be more entertaining. They should have included a lot more of the other things, and that yeah. be Jordan centric, right? We you know? So because there's plenty of other things that went on in the world of the balls. Okay. I mean, come on. yeah. So okay, so that'll yeah. The uh, only other thing, I w- the only other comment I can make is is yeah. Boy, does boy Phil Jackson doesn't get a lot of screen time, and when he does, boy, is he diplomatic with his responses. Yeah, same as Paxton, you know, or Paxton. Hmm. I don't know. Seems kind of. Controlled. I would love. Well, keep in mind. Keep in mind, Paxson at the time when they're filming a lot of those interviews. Yeah, he's still involved now, with the front with the at, the organization. At the time, he's the, okay, the entire. Okay. He's the president of the organization. Yeah. And okay. by the way, I'm curious to see where that goes because okay. because that should be. I'm expecting some of that to be talked about in season ten, but we'll see. I mean, yeah. season ten, episode ten, but yeah, uh, yeah, we'll see. Okay. Well. Where can they find us, Mr. Mike? Where can they find us? Twitter. Oh, yeah, we got that. Well, we don't Instagram? got that. I mean, we have that. I mean, we've been on, we were are on, we on Twitter Instagram? and we're on Instagram. Are we? Yes, we are. And you uh, should have Ivan do more on the gram. How come Ivan's not handling our gram? Because shit? Ivan does his, uh, he's on Twitch now. He, he's Instagram's Twitch? in the garbage can for now. Oh. They won't play I'm my sorry, music. Yeah, man, Instagram's I, I, trash. I'll post on it, yeah. but you know that I do more advertising on it than actually anything else on that Instagram thing. Yeah. yeah ever since I went to Twitch, man, I mean it's. Twitch. Oh my god! We're on YouTube. Click the bell, subscribe. You know when new content arrives. Ivan's on Twitch. Did you know? Did you mention? Did we mention that Ivan's on Twitch? Yes, he is. You can listen in for all his great DJ sessions. 
It's Jivan yeah. Ivan. What's well, Javan Ivan, actually? It's J A V A N I V A N on twitch.tv or download the app. Of course, we could, we'll have our crazy news stories later in the week from our other show, our side hustle news of the squared. Shout out to Scott. Yes. Well, yeah, Scott. <laughs> 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 Follow our crazy stories. Follow our Facebook page, Squares Roundtable Podcast. Obviously, it's on the Facebooks. And, of course, you can download this show onto your favorite podcasting platform app or your mobile device or what have you. Anchor, Podbean, Ankles. Ankles. No, don't spell it. Don't, don't, don't load your ankles. Podbean, <laughs> Apple, Spotify, and Google. And, of course, email us at sotrtpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> That'll do for number 99. Yep. Yeah, one more time from that 99. Thanks for joining us here at Squares of the Round Table. See you for the next one. Be safe, 100. everybody. Peace.